Live from the Stone Age, it's the Clan Fire, the primordial podcast about Plagia, the prehistoric setting for 5th edition. I am your host and DM for the night, David Somerville, and tonight we are returning to the Secret of Shell Shrine, a dungeon delve into a uh, druidic shrine that is leaking undeath into the dire grazelands of Plagia. Five intrepid heroes have uh, ventured into this creepy, creepy place to try, well, for different reasons. Some of them, uh, like Tariki, the human shaman, uh, is here to stop on death because she believes in the, the goodness and the power of life. Tariki is, um, is currently sort of uh, trying to open a door deep within this, uh, this shrine that is built out of or carved into, or maybe grown from the carcass of an enormous dead shelled um, saurian creature. Uh, She's trying to open a door as she's moving from one chamber to another. Behind her uh, sits Krogar the Thunderer, a two-headed ogre uh, who is all muscle, who's here for very different reasons. Uh, He is watching his companion, O, um, uh, who is in, busy inscribing uh, something just behind him. Uh, but Krogar is, uh, is keeping watch, and one eye keeps sort of turning, one head keeps turning to the central chamber where an armored, immobile figure clutches a sickle, the sacred sickle, which leaks powerful necromantic energy and seems to be the source of the undeath that pervades this place. Um, sneaking towards that sickle uh, is Sonova, a lithe uh, half ooze who is moving stealthily, uh, quietly, limbs sort of stretching out as they walk forward. Uh, Sonova has picked up a shield and is eyeing the sickle and is trying to evaluate the angle by which they might pry the shield out of the, um, the grip of this immobile figure. Uh, behind Krogar is uh, O, a shining starling, a, a uh, humanoid star that fell from the heavens and is um, garbed in crystal armor. Uh, and O is inscribing a star map, which they found uh, carved into a, a chamber in this place. And from the other room, light footsteps move as the shadowy lizard folk ranger Marrow is patting around uh, his chameleon-like eyes flicking in different directions as he searches for more treasure in the chamber. For the moment, our heroes have spread out a little bit. Uh, When they first came to this place, there were lizard folk on the top who they outran. A dire rat greeted them in the entrance and was bisected by Krogar just after Sonova had started to befriend it. Um or so he thought. Uh, they uh, headed into the shrine, battled a bunch of skeletons that tried to uh, snatch their weapons away from them. Uh, some sarcophaguses were hurled across the room as projectiles. Um, they solved a puzzle uh, to get through a door, and then Krogar fell through the floor into the chamber below, landing in the water where something tentacled had brushed past him. Uh, they had managed to climb back up using rope and know-how and had made their way into the central room where this ominous figure had loomed. 
And then after trying to pry the sickle out of its hands uh, and finding it absolutely impossible to do, to even move it a hair's breadth, they had pressed on and fighting some oozes and uh, using hunter's traps cleverly to uh, get rid of a bunch of crawling claws, they had discovered um, this star chamber where O is just finishing scratching out the, um, the shape of the stars. Uh, where they have been taking down the notes. And that is where we'll pick up our game. So, O, you look down at where you've been inscribing this, um, and you feel like this. You can you can follow this. This makes sense to you. All right. I'm going to uh, just sit there for a few more seconds, take it in, deep breath, release it, and uh, stand up. Uh, look to crowbar. All right. Back into it then. Where did everyone go? Uh, I believe uh, they went out there somewhere. We will find them, treasure. I'm really still not sure about that whole thing, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. <laughs> so you get up. Uh, your Crystal armor scraping against the floor as you uh, stand up. Krogar, you zoom up. Had to stoop a little bit in this space to move through the doorway. Um, and you head back uh, into this, uh, this chamber here. Um, let's see. So you all were in... Yeah, so you were in this storage chamber and you've moved back into this um, central chamber where you had placed the hunting traps to stop things from getting you. You see Tariki is just opening the door to head into the room uh, where you all had seen a bundle of rags, and you see Sonova moving into the central chamber. Um, uh, let's go to Sonova. Sonova, you are uh, sort of like here, rumblings behind you as you're moving towards a central figure. Um, you see... It is this tall, imposing, masculine figure um, dressed in bone armor, um, clearly ornate and impressive. Um, and it stands holding, gripping in sort of a pharaoh's pose, this sickle which just emanates menacing energy coming off of it in waves. Uh, and you have a shield in your hand. What are you doing? Well, I am... I think Sonova is, for a brief second, trying to consider how to sneak up on a statue. Yeah. And I think he's going to try and, like, climb up and, like, stand on the statue and just start yanking just to okay. see what will happen, even though I yeah. have no faith that this will work. <laughs> but Sonova's going to try it. Uh, you clamor up. The statue doesn't move at all. It's it's uh, completely motionless as you scramble up onto it. It's pretty awkward because it's just like get climbing onto another person's shoulders. And the armor is like has bone spikes poking out of it. So, um, but yeah, you manage to sort of like get purchase up there. Um, and you're just going to start yanking at the at the sickle. Yep. All right. Make a sweep check. Give me. <laughs> Make a strength check. Um, I rolled an 18. Okay. And my strength is zero. So, yeah. 18. 
you tug and tug. And at first you're like, yes, it's coming. I'm moving it. And then you look down and you realize your arms are much longer as you've been pulling and pulling and your shoulders have just moved back and back as your limbs have sort of stretched. Uh, the sickle is utterly immobile. Dunnema throws his hands in the air and it throws his balance off and he falls on the ground. <laughs> uh, Tariki, you hear kind of a slap, a wet sound of someone sticky and uh, oozy falling behind you. As you pull open the door to what I'm going to call the East Chamber. I'm going to start using some names for these things this session so it's a little easier to track. Um... So how are you opening this door? Are you are you being stealthy? Are you just pushing it open? You all have kind of glanced in it before, so you have no particular reason to think anything bad is in it. Yeah, I think I'm just going to... I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to, I think, semi-cautiously open the door, not expecting anything to, like, living to hop out of me, but, like, if there's a trap, maybe. I don't know if there's something behind okay. there. Yeah, that makes sense. So slowly, carefully you ooze it out. You kind of kick aside the hunting traps where two gray oozes have sort of uh, turned into something that looks like it went through a Play-Doh, like one of those play food makers um, and have been destroyed. Uh, and this chamber uh, smells, this whole place doesn't smell great uh, and is chilly. Um, there's sort of a reeking stench coming up from the hole that Krogar made in the floor. Um, But this this chamber also has the smell of rot in here. You see, uh, as you open this door, and I'm sorry, do you have a light source? Um, I don't, but I can cast light um, if I don't have one on me. What do you cast it on? Um, I think my shield. Okay. Your shield... Um, illuminates. And can you describe your shield again? Yeah, my shoot, my shield is. Uh, I believe it's made of wood from. I think the tree that I, my patron originally, my my patron god originally, um, was. And it's uh, a flower design. I believe like it's like a, like a middle, like a round middle with like um, pointed petals basically, uh, splayed around it. Yeah. So the center of the flower starts to glow and then that glow creeps out towards the edges and all of the petals illuminate and shine this beacon into the room. Um, You can see immediately that the rags are in fact bodies. It looks like three corpses here. And from where they've rolled over, you can see one of them uh, has a reptilian claw. It looks like perhaps uh, lizard folk or saurians. You're not sure without closer inspection. They have this like gray slime over them. Um, the slime trail leads to the door. So it looks like they were recently uh, entangled with uh, gray oozes, but you don't know how long just from looking at the door. Um, you notice a couple of other things. There's a locked door on the east wall, or at least a closed door. Um, there are... Uh, unlocked doors um on the north and south walls and um and you also notice that here there is um there are notches carved into the wall on the far side um notches at about the distance of handholds and your eye travels up and you can see that there is a hole in the ceiling up above those notches. It looks like there is a carved ladder into the wall leading up to the upper level. I'm so sorry. Could you repeat where the locked and unlocked doors were? 
yeah, let me just get this one more time. Sorry. Uh, so in this chamber, oh yeah, I made it confusing. So you just came through one of the doors. Okay. There is on the wall opposite you on the south wall, there is mm-hmm. a door that uh, is closed. Um, and on the wall to your left, which you're facing south right now. So the wall to your left, which is the east, there's a closed door. And then to your right is an archway that leads back in the central chamber. So basically each wall has a door on it. You're coming from the north. Uh, west is, or east is closed, south is closed, west is back to the central chamber. Okay, okay, I think I understand. Yeah. Um, I'm going to um, call out to uh, my companions who are with me. Um, I There might be a, a path we could explore up this way. Um, I don't know if it'll help us unlock the sickle, but I don't think trying to pry at it is going to help us move forward. Yeah, prying at it is uh, definitely not going to work. And I'll head over with uh, Tariki. All right. Um, Mero, you hear Tariki say something from the other room. It's a little muffled, but something about over here. Uh, What are you doing right now? You went off to look for more treasure. Um, so yeah, you hear Tariki uh, in the other room sort of calling out. You were in the other room looking for treasure. What do you, What is Mero doing right now? Uh, he's not really doing a very, what's the word, thorough five-point scan of the room. He's mostly just looking for you know sensory input, smells or so- sounds or any signs someone tried to hide something. All right, make an investigation check. I. Uh, all right. Uh, let us know what you got. Not 23. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, Mero, you have been just sort of like skulking through these rooms looking for anything that might be hidden, anything you all might have missed. Um, and you do notice something. You head back into the south chamber, which is where the ground crumbled. Uh, and uh, you listen at the ceiling and hear sort of the scrabbling and scratching, something moving up above. Um, sounds like many legs. Um, and you look down through the floor that Krogar broke. And you can see water splashing down below. Well, you also the see one that... where it broke to the, with the ice water? Yeah, exactly. Down below the freezing, the very cold water that he fell down to. Uh, You sort of like, you're up above that and you kind of like squat down and look down there. Um, And you notice that on two of the walls, on the east and west walls of that chamber, there are um, doors. It looks like that chamber had more than what Krogar had seen down below there, or at least more than he'd reported. Um... That is all the extra stuff that you notice. Um, do the doors have any kind of platform in front of them, or is it just like sheer, or is it just like doors on sheer walls? Yeah, it's a great question. So the doors are set into the floor. They look similar to the rest of the doors in this place. Um, one of them, uh, it, the the floor is tilted down there, and the water sort of slants. So one of them is sort of uh, submerged in about a foot of water, and then one is up on the dry edge uh, where their water isn't gathered. Ah. Wait, is the rope? Wait, did we did we leave a rope there? Uh yeah, there's still a rope. 
You hear Tariki calling from the other chamber, but your attention has been caught by this. Yeah, I'm going to ignore him for a second and just check out, just take a peek, just take a little stealthy look-see before I head off. Just like, hey, what's over here? (laughs) All right. Uh, So you're climbing down? Yep. All right. Um, Why don't, I guess the door is closed. I don't think any of you would see this. So yeah, uh, by himself, Marrow slides down this rope into the south chamber. Um, you're kind of dangling right over the water where you know that Krogar had said something had been moving in the water. Um, do you want to drop into the water, kind of swing somewhere, or what do you want to do? I try to swing just to the dry edge. Okay. Um, easy enough. I'm not going to make you roll. You kind of like swing, use your momentum, swing your body over to the um, to the eastern wall, which is not underwater, um, and you find uh, a closed door there which as you reach out and uh, sort of like nudge with your hand carefully, uh, it doesn't appear to be locked. Just cautious opening. Okay. You cautiously open this door um, and inside you find just this enormous reek of, of rot and gas. It just is awful in here um you can see the walls down in this lower chamber up above their bone and shell this is all down here just like rotting uh organs uh and it is just even to you even to a lizard folk this smells horrible um and you see uh, like dimly as your eyes are like watering the far wall on the other side has shapes and swirls painted on it uh and you can't really see very well because you have dark vision and the colors don't show up but you can see that there's like lighter and darker areas and patterns um but it's interrupted by a large growth of vines in the middle um you also see that the walls and floors have uh have a number of large green yellow bulbous growths they're about two or three feet across and they're sort of like haphazardly growing up from the walls and floors sort of uh, randomly on the sort of the eastern side of the room and eastern wall. Yeah, so he's going to just completely shut his tongue inside of his mouth as to smell a little bit less of this and just mm-hmm. slam the door behind them, scram- scramble up the rope, just <laughs> smelly, <laughs> smelly flowers, smelly flowers. <laughs> And he's just going to head to the others, tell them what he saw. Just like, eh, ex- extra door. I find flowers smell. Nope, not good. Not good. Weird painting. In it. You all see, uh, yeah, you all see Mero hustle in. He smells like rotten eggs. Uh, and he's uh, burbling about the, the chamber that he found down below. You're all gathered together in the chamber with the ladder up and the corpses on the ground, the east chamber. Tariki, Tariki's just going to pinch her nose and go, Well, that's lovely, but I think we're going to avoid going in that direction. <clears throat> also, was other door? Other door underwater, ice water. I know go, but you can. Uh, that was room with grabby thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, grabby thing, I not see. 
Yes, Doris. Depending on how this plan, whatever we're doing right now works out, we might need to um, get that grabby thing before it gets us. E. E. Uh, Krogar, I think we fine for now. I, I mean, it not come up through floor, so... I I stand behind smooth kids. They know what to do. Yes. Krogar is going to pat the um, stone greatsword he has that uh, has is covered in all the giant runes, and just make sure the uh, uh, after a few moments the uh, the the moonlight kicks on a little brighter from it, uh, just to provide light in this uh, help provide light in this area for the rest of them and himself. Um, he's going to slowly, or he's going to step, I guess as cautiously as an ogre can, into mm-hmm. uh, the chamber that they indicated with the extra doors, and there's a hole in the ceiling with notches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to glance up. Yeah, you look up, it looks like... um it looks like you see a ceiling up above. You can't really see anything more up there from where you're you are does it look like it's a hole krogar could fit through uh it'd be a squeeze but yeah you think you you should be able to make it probably you might have to make it a little bit bigger but that's not always a problem for krogar follow-up question uh getting just slightly near the hole like you know uh taking a foot or two up the notches just to get near the hole does the air smell fresher you know Yes, yep, it's not as bad up there. Or as cold. Krogar is going to drop uh, just uh, down again a little bit and look to the others. Krogar has questions that, unfortunately, Lizard King cannot answer, but subjects might. Um, Krogar thinks this way to Roof. Let's go. I have a quick logistic question. Would my light um, shield ha- like shine more light than the sword would have? Uh, 15 uh, feet of... It's a moonlit greatsword. So, or moon-touched is the weapon specifically. Uh, get one second. Uh, 15 feet of bright light, and then uh, 15 feet of dim light. Okay, mine's just 20. It's a 20-foot radius of dim... Of, of, bright light and then 20 so it's just like five feet more or 10 feet more yeah okay. it's cool. a little brighter you got like sunshine <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um does it, who wants to go like first up the ladder i guess maybe it's the best question now i guess i'll go first uh krogar has idea wait everyone stop Krogar has an idea. <laughs> you. Very good at uh Mero is just like frozen in place, not moving. <laughs> he just blends into the background. Mm-hmm. He uh, said stop. <laughs> Krogar is going to reach over to um Sonova. And it's very obvious Krogar isn't used to asking smaller people. Uh, if they want to be given uppies, because he just picks up Sonova to put him on, uh, put them on his shoulders, and starts to haul himself up the ladder. So, in a sense, Cro- uh, 
Sonova is at a point that he can fight where Krogar's just lifting him into the sky, basically. Oh, great. Sonova Krogar, has that. Think... <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, are, you, are you good with that? Are you scrambling off? What are you doing? Let's go. All right. All right. Uh, Krogar starts climbing arm and up, arm and arm up the ladder. Uh, son of a perch on his shoulders. Um, and so, son of a, you are, are uh, yeah, I, th- I don't think Krogar would slow down. So, as you rapidly sort of uh, pop into the chamber up above, is everyone else following after or letting them go first? Uh, I'll go after Krogar. Just enough that if they fall, I won't, I can like hop down pretty quick, but. Yeah, I think that might be a reaction-based thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so you find yourself quickly in a uh, a smaller chamber. Um, you can see that there is only one door in this that's heading towards back towards the sort of the central direction to the left as you're climbing up the um, the ladder. Uh, but immediately you see that. Uh, Pressed against the door is a lizard folk. Uh, they've got their back to the door and they seem to like, or their shoulder kind of, and they are, are leaning against the door and they look exhausted. And as you come up the floor, uh, the lizard folk sort of like, like eyes widen and kind of looks around like, ah, ah, and then um, uh, starts like barking at you in raspy draconic. Um, and down below, Marrow, you can hear, uh, you can hear it saying like, are you alive or dead? Are you alive or dead? And, um, but all you guys hear is, ah! And Marrow just, just hearing this, what's to him just sounds like the dumbest question ever. It's like, we not rotting, so alive? Some of the looks at his hands, it's like, am I dead? I have no idea. I want Krogar if, if if he manages to come up far enough to see with one of his heads and sees the uh the lizard folk barking at him. His only experience with lizard folk have been two different things. So he lifts a massive hand to point towards the lizard folk. That one. Get that one now. Uh, uh, and I throw a dart. <laughs> Alright, so sorry, I was a little bit distracted. You threw a dart and you yelled, get them. Yeah, Kroger yelled, get them, and I am trying to get them with a dart. Okay, make an attack roll. Make an attack roll. All right, that is a 16 on the die, so that is a 22. That feels like that's going to hit. I really, yeah, okay, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, that is seven damage. Okay. Uh, the dart pierces this lizard folk uh, in sort of the the base of its um, sort of a, like alligatory neck, and it just like shrieks out like, ah! Ah! Uh, it says, uh, and it looks utterly panicked. Um, and uh, Marrow, you hear him screeching like, no, no, I can't. It's too much. Uh, roll initiative, I guess. We're doing that. Yay. <laughs> oh, this poor lizard. Ha- has Jariki made it up the ladder at this point? Uh, well, let's see. Let's answer that question with an initiative roll. Okay. Uh, son of a just rolled a 12. Okay. 
11 for OO. Okay. This is going to be a good start. Uh, Krogar just rolled a 19. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that was an 18 for Tariki. Okay. Tariki got 18. Krogar got 19. 18 for Mero. And Mero. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, so, Krogar, you are up the ladder first, which makes sense because you were the first one up the ladder. Uh, you see this dart hit this thing and it just starts shrieking in its unfathomable tongue, uh, eyes rolling around wildly. Um, I think with so, your sort of like, uh, you see that it's holding like sort of a, a, a broken spear in its hand, just like the bottom part of a spear. Cool. Uh, quick question. You said there was a door on the other side of this thing? It is sort of like got its shoulder against the door. Like yeah, it's yeah, trying yeah. To keep yeah. It is, the, is the door yeah. wooden? Uh, yeah. So does the door look ogre-proof? Uh, very few doors look ogre-proof. So what do you want me to roll for Krogar going into a rage and running through the door? I know you said there's a guard there, but what about him? I mean, great question. Let's just go ahead and make an attack roll against the door. The guard kind of is incidental. Uh, let's see, that is plus. That is another 19. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, so, all right. So Krogar just, like, hops up this, uh, this ladder, fills this room with his uh, towering frame, takes one look at this panicking lizard folk, and just, like, lowers his shoulder and charges like a linebacker straight <laughs> at him. Uh, roll damage. Uh, I think this is just be the, your um, one plus your strength. Sounds good. So that should be... Uh, oh, it's actually he's raging too, so it's plus an additional two. So that is actually <laughs> nine in total. At nine damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you hear a crack uh and sort of a whimper underneath you as you run into this door and oh yeah this lizard folk also um and it sort of like bangs and rattles uh the door is not shattered by you uh but there's a deep crack in it um and something hits it from the other side um what else do you want to do you've used your movement and your action want to do a bonus action I actually think the rage was the bonus action. Oh, the rage is it? Okay. So yeah, you're there, uh, sort of uh, smashing this, uh, this lizard folk uh, against the door. Uh, Tariki and Mero, you scramble up, sort of shoving Seneva aside as you see this unfold. What do you want to do? You're on the same turn. Do you, I think I would go second because my dexterity is plus zero. So if you have a higher dexterity than me, you're probably going before me. Yeah, I do that house rule where if you roll the same initiative, you guys can pick, but that's a fine way oh, to okay. depart. I need a yeah. second to think about what I'm doing. So okay. if someone Marrow. else would like to go. <laughs> you see another lizard folk being squashed like a bug. Uh, let's, uh, he's not going to aid in killing him, but at the same time, uh, they already started giving them to stop and be too much of a hassle, so more... So, sort of like a half-hearted, hey, <laughs> yeah, so it's like half-hearted, uh, can I talk or something? Like, yeah. He's, he was just talking, yes. I mean, if it's not too much trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you say that in common to your party. 
yeah. and you see this uh, sort of like between Krogar's waist and his elbow, you just see the pleading eyes of this lizard folk um, sort of peeking out. Um, is that all you want to do, Meryl? We did, did kind of start it. <laughs> is there anything else you want to do? Uh, not, not really. I don't know. It's not so much. Not so much. Marrow Mer- is uh, not so much remorse. Marrow is really more as a loss of an asset. All right, Tariki. Um, so is this lizard folk literally just like caught between the door and Krogar? Is there like no absolutely? Okay. Um, can I? <laughs> I really don't know what she would do. I think she'd want to help the lizard folk if she could, like, get him out of that situation because he seems like he looks. De- can I roll an insight check to see if he's trying to guard something or if he's trying to like, like, protect? Yeah, roll an insight check. Hurt? Thank you. Uh, one moment. That's a sixteen. Okay. Um, he looks terrified and it would make sense that he looks terrified with a ogre squashing him um but as, even as Krogar is smashing him you can see him like shifting his weight to try and keep this door closed he looks terrified for this door to open okay um i think tariki's gonna can she like spend her turn like talking yeah be like, I, I really think we should wait to see what exactly this person's guarding rather than breaking down the door. They're clearly afraid of, of, of having opened. And I think that's what she's going to spend her turn doing. Okay. Son of a, you kind of rolled out of the way as uh, these three uh, barreled up. What do you want to do now? Uh, so you said there's a, a big crack in the door? Uh, it's not a big crack, but the door is damaged, yeah. Is there, can I, can... I like sneak in and see through any of it, or is there like not? You can't yet. Any... If you wanted to like uh, use your action to get a knife in there and like pry it open, you could try that. That is what I'm going to do. I want to right. try to figure out what's on the other side. Great. Okay. Um, just make an attack roll. We'll see if you can like force this open. That is a nine. Okay. Um, it's really hard. You kind of like jab it against the door um uh but are you okay yeah um i say with a nine here's what you do you are able to sort of like not get enough that you can clearly see but you know when you're have a like a you know a door that has uh i don't even know what this is called a peephole but it's kind of like a really crappy one you can sort of see silhouettes it feels like that like there's a you can sort of make out that there is movement in the chamber beyond um and uh light like natural light and something moving in there and as you're like jamming against the door i'll also say that you hear moaning and the door vibrates as something hits it from the other side and you hear a from the other side i've clearly deduced that there is something on the other side of this door (laughs) so what you get with a nine about to be Krogar in about five seconds. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, of, going to not be in between Krogar and the door. Because that, that makes does sense. not seem like a safe place. Uh, yep, you back up a little bit. Um, oh, you uh, 
climb up uh, and you cast your light into this room. Uh, it shimmers with the sort of the pink reflect refractions from the crystal armor. You see all this. What do you want to do? Krogar? Maybe we should hear him out first. Mm-hmm. Listen, tall, tall one. This one knows some. All right. Uh, as you all say that, you all try and reason with Krogar. Um, the lizard folk is going to... Um, it's going to take the dodge action. <laughs> it's, all, it's standing there. It's not willing to let go of the door. And it barks up at you. It's like, if you want to die... Actually, no, wait. Yes, you can kill it. You can kill it. I'll open it. Are you ready? I'll open the door. And then you go in and you kill it. Okay? Yes, this will work. All right, not ready. get ready. Re- not ready, not ready. Oh, yeah, yes, this will be good. This will be good. He's, look at him. He'll kill it in a second. He'll run right over it. This will be perfect. All right, uh, uh, ready, set, go. And he throws open the door uh, as his action. Forget forget taking the dodge action. That's for sure what he does. Um, <laughs> uh, and Krogar, you sort of like tumble into the next room where something lunges at you. Um, it's brighted here. Immediately, you're all a little bit blinded uh, as this sunlight comes down in a shaft from up above, and you smell fresh air. Um, and there is a creature that is lashing out at Krogar as this lizard folk sort of skips back across the room and shouts, Kill it! Kill it! Kill it! In Draconic. Uh, natural light game is Bane! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Krogar, this thing just rolled a natural 20 at you. Uh, Bring so it on. For me. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so that's going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage as this, uh, z- as this, it looks like a lizard folk uh, attacks you, but as it sort of scratches at you and beats at you, uh, you can see that like its face is kind of ruined and there's no expression and its eyes are glazed over and you just see like dried blood around its mouth uh, and it mindlessly batters at you with undead rage. Uh, this zombie lizard folk is trying to kill you. That brings us top of the round, which is your turn. What do you want to do? So we have this whole scenario going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I already see like people hearing people. Krogar obviously has people yelling, "Stop, Krogar, stop!" And uh, <laughs> or for lack of uh, for for quick summary, yelling. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm assuming Krogar at this point is doing what normally happens after you fit you tackle someone with a lot of force and it doesn't quite give yet. You do that little bounce wobble back before mm-hmm. you regather yourself and get ready to charge. And by the time he's ready to charge again, that door has been thrown open. And now he's being cut by another smelly lizard person. Yep. Okay. Krogar shrugs, takes his great sword and smashes. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not even phased. It's just more destruction. Yep. More things to kill. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Run from it. Dread it. Nothing escapes <laughs> the Ogre King. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 hits. Okay, uh, 2d6 uh, plus uh, 6 strength plus raging, uh, 18 in total. 18. This thing, you just bash it, and all of and it is a mess. It is still up, and it's kind of like dragging itself on its legs. 
Uh, but it is just so wrecked by what you just did. Uh, but still alive and still moaning. <laughs> as it uh, moves towards you. Yeah. It's a bonus action. Would you as a DM allow Krogar to, like, you know, backhand this thing? Mm, I'm going to say no. I don't think so. I feel like that would be another move. attack. Smart move. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> uh, you know what he can do with just that one, man. Come on. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> Uh, Tariki, you see as all of this is happening, Krogar is reaching back for a backhand, but you have a chance to act before he does. What do you want to do? Um, so, like, how badly injured does this person look? Like, like they could have a few a few more rounds of hits, does it look like? Or are they, like... Oh, this uh, lizard folk is, like, a mess. They are not going to be here for long. Okay. I kind of want to do Guiding Bolt, but that feels like a lot. You know what? Do yeah, it. Go for it. Don't question um, yourself. Yeah, I'll do Krogar believes bolt. in you. <laughs> I'll cast um I'll cast guiding bolt. Do it. Oh, that's a natural oh, 20. Oh. <laughs> nice. Krogar, this wall of divine energy blasts out uh, like a fire hydrant of holy wrath. Uh, right beside you, searing and sizzling. Go ahead and roll that damage. That would be so. It's forty-six radiant damage on a hit. Is that so? That's eighty-six radiant damage then. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my goodness! Advantage, assuming it survives, which it won't. <laughs> okay. One second. This is why we believe in Tariki. <laughs> no, no, maybe not believe in me yet. I'm rolling really badly. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So we're kind of in agreement that's like the best level one damage spell, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, like right next to right next to inflict wounds with planets also. Twenty-two yeah. points of damage. Twenty-two. Oh, plus, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-two points of damage. Boom. All right. As you're reaching out with your, is it is it shining from your shield or from your hands? How are you casting this? I think I cast it from my hand. As you reach out with your hand and cast this, um, why, like, let's flash back for a minute. What is it about Tariki that in this moment, as this undead monster is shuffling towards your friend and trying to bite it, uh, why in this moment is Tariki unleashing such a fire hydrant of holy wrath? She thinks back to, like, her values as a life shaman and 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 the beauty that surrounds her in nature and just the corrupted nature of what on death is and and her whole purpose in coming to the the shell shrine is to to rid it of its undead nature and she also thinks back to the fear that was in the eyes of the of the lizard folk that she saw and like the terror that this creature had caused and i guess sort of her empathy with that causes her to just channel what what rage and anger she has at the corruption of life into this attack. And as you funnel that anger and rage out into that, and all of you hear this like song, this huge, like crackling, rushing, powerful sound, and this uh, zombie just moaning and wailing at as, a, as it is obliterated, reduced to a skeleton, and then reduced to ash. And you hear this other lizard folk screeching and cheering as you do this. Tariki, all you hear is a gentle breeze through the branches of a mighty tree and birdsong. 
And then you're back in the moment and the zombie is obliterated. And Krogar, the side of your face is hot where that bolt of energy passed by. And the other lizard folk cheers. Yes! You've done it! It does a little jig hit, and then kind of like stumbles and falls down and is clearly exhausted. Uh, it's not speaking common. It's still speaking only draconic. And just Mero just like turns his left eye, just, just only his left eye that to him while his right eye still like completely just stuck on the charge corpse. He's like, you're afraid of this. Why? <laughs> because I don't have that. And he points at like the huge muscles on Krogar. And I don't have that. And he points to like uh, Tariki's glowing hand. Um, uh, it's a that thing. That thing almost got me. It, it used to be. It used to be a kiss, and now it's just that thing. This place is bad. It's bad here. Yes, bad. But why not come with that thing? No, he's saying that in the comics. Why not come with what? Sorry. Why not come with Patsy's? And he just kind of gestures to the whole group there. <laughs> I can't, Iskis, he points to what used to be sort of the silhouette that is seared into the wall. Uh, oh. She and I came down together. We were, we, she, she drew the map and I investigated. We moved down to the, the lower floor and we were both attacked by oozes. And when she died, the armored monster in the middle, it wailed and she rose again as that. And I raced up here, but she followed me. And into the central chamber, I called up, up to there, let me out, I said, let me out, throw down a rope. Uh, but she followed me in, and I only barely got to the other side of the door and slammed it shut. And she's been trying to break through, and we lost uh, me just, ever just, At this point, it's just like, oh, he just, like, breaks him off, holds her hands up, it's like, yes, 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 bad journey, bad thing happened, whatever. Did, uh, <laughs> how about, it was like, we, as... We will escort you if you tell us anything you found of value. Yes. Is good, yes. good great? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> anything, anything. Uh, well, uh, Tariki? I uh, not Iskis. <laughs> Iskis. She had a map. I'd, it might not still be there. And he just looks over at the charred skeleton. Uh, and, uh... Uh, she had other things, and I found this! And he holds up a talisman. Um, this sort of fragile, brittle little thing that contains a spell. Uh, it's a, it's a, something good, something from down below, I found it. And you can have it, yes, you, you can have it! And he sort of, like, hops across the floor, and, again, Tariki, you can't understand the words, but he, uh, keeping his eyes sort of like one eye on Marrow and one eye on you, and like the other eye flicking, his other eye flicking occasionally over to Krogar, um, presses this talisman into your hand. So there's um, just like little, little people squeaking at each other, basically. As I'm yeah, yeah, that's all you're getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just lizard squeaking. One, one is exasperated, and the other is not impressed. Mm hmm. Lizard King, what does the other one want? Uh, he's that one. That one weak one says he'll tell us what he found if we let him leave. Can he get out? And he, uh, Krogar looks up at the hole. Uh, there's no ladder here, it's just a chamber. But as you say that, you look up and you see lizard folk heads silhouetted up above, staring down, and they bark from up above. 
what do they say? Uh, well, you don't know, but uh, 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 Marrow, you hear from up above, like, hey, what's going on down there? Kogar is going to grin with the most, like, I would say shit eating, but it's going to be more like, we, we kind of le- learned that he's just violent to a T. So. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, going to look around for a way up. All right. Uh, make an investigation check. Oof. Well, I can help you with that. <laughs> make it with advantage. I could technically cast Guidance. (laughs) Okay, I'll cast Guidance. Yeah, you kind of just like... Sorry, sorry, my dog. Okay. Um, You kind of just like snap your wrist. There's so much holy energy still rolling through you that you almost cast it instinctively without thinking about it. Uh, 16. 16? Um, What you see is that it looks more like um like a well sort of like leading down here it's it's longish um and it looked like it would be difficult to climb but i mean you're big and you're strong you give it a shot it would not be easy to climb up but it's an athletics check right so that's all that matters. yes yeah cool 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 krogar is going to go make some acquaintances for us and give us uh more people to question after he throws them down the hall Okay. All right. Make that check. As you're doing that, um, uh, who else is? Did anyone else go in the central chamber? Who is helping him? Look in there. Uh, son of a went in. Son of a, you look around and realize that in all the excitement, there is. You notice another door opposite the one that you guys came in in the central chamber. So there's the way you came in and then another door that you guys haven't opened yet. As Krogar is like, trying to climb uh, the walls. Um, This is sort of a Santa in the chimney sort of a situation uh, as you try and scramble out. So go ahead and make an athletics check. 19 plus six. Uh, That is good. Yeah. Uh, You start heading up and you hear panicked squawking from the lizard folks up above you. Uh, as... I like to imagine he's actually big enough that he's just like back is against one side and his feet are just pushing on the other side <laughs> as he's actually like scaling. And just watching this whole process, uh, just, just uh, Meryl gets this kind of vindictive closest thing to a smile his non lips can, can have and just calls out, if you, if you value lives, you will leave. Uh, uh, Marrow, you hear from up above, monsters! There's monsters coming up! They've killed everyone! Quickly! Spears! Uh, and, um, Krogar, a bunch of javelins get thrown down at you, uh, which you have no way to dodge, so those are just gonna hit you. Let's do this. Um, Bring it. (laughs) So, let's see. Go ahead and already half them. Okay. Maybe we gotta maybe we gotta slow down. The metal have no one to be king of. Uh, that's a good Five point. More. All right. Uh, so I am bad at. I'll let you do the math to half them. Actually, uh, that's so good. that's seven plus five, so that's twelve plus six, eighteen. So nine piercing damage as three javelins just like come down at you and are sticking out of your like uh shoulder and uh one just like grazes your face and then clatters down below you and so there's like screaming and backing up 
So there's going to be like uh, red uh, bloody droplets and all that stuff pouring from wounds down the well, but he's not stopping. He's just stomping <laughs> and going. All right, that's Krogar. You're going to spend your action climbing up to the top. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll for these others as you're heading up. Oh, that's okay. Um, How bad is Krogar uh, looking right now? On a scale of one to ten, he's looking about a five or a six. Okay, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you're. He's hauling up uh, arm over arm. You reach the top. I will say you're going to use your whole turn to do this, but you get your elbows out and you look out, and there is a breathtaking view of the grasslands all around. You can see for miles and miles. And you can see uh, a bunch of lizard folk freaking out all around you, <laughs> menacing you with javelins and clubs. Uh, they look uh, angry, and uh, one of them has arcane power crackling in his claw as he's getting readying a spell to cast in your face. Um, that's your turn. Tariki and Mero, what do you all want to do? Uh, again, again, on some level, Mero just wants to stick it to these guys, not kill them, but he doesn't care I don't know, enough to stop them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what's the temporally appropriate obscene gesture to use here? <laughs> I think lizard folk would have their own. We can all imagine what it is in our minds. They're just calling each other smooth skins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Crow the worst guy. insult to them. Sorry. Uh, okay, he, infl- he inflates a throat sack. <laughs> there it is. Uh, what's Kroger's AC? Not great. Not great at I'm all. I'm going to see this happening, um, and I'm going to remember how frequently he took hits, and I'm going to cast... Um, where is it? I believe it's called Shield of Faith, and I can do it with a range of 60 feet. Um, you get to add two to your AC. Um, for 10 minutes. Ooh, thank you. No problemo. Because I can't heal right. you very well from here. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, son of a, you look up and you just see like uh, the bottom of Krogar as he's like half in and out of this whole like Winnie the Pooh. Um, what do you want to do? Oh, bother. I'm gonna search the room. Okay. I think uh, are you stuff is under control, probably. <laughs> uh yeah, that makes sense. So you there's the chamber is um make an investigation check actually. The chamber is empty, there's a door there. That's natural twenty. Oh, okay, amazing. So you do find um I'll just get this get this thing that I need. Yeah. Um, so you find as you're there um, that uh, where there once was a zombie lizard folk, there is now mostly dust. Uh, you do find sort of a blackened pouch that was once sort of skin or hide. Um, and inside you find a little jar that was not shattered uh, and the, a little bit of red liquid sloshes inside of it. Um, you can tell it's red because it's not perfectly sealed, and it, you like taste it, and it tastes really sweet. Um, and uh, and you find 
what looks like the tattered shreds of a mostly burned away map. Um, it seems to show the ground floor that you all were just on. Um, it's very rough and incomplete, and it doesn't have any information that you all don't already have. But I will send you all a picture of it so that you can sort of get the lay of the land in a more official way as well. It won't help our podcast listeners, but you'll have it. Just imagine, guys. We believe in you. Like, use the use your imagination. <laughs> use the power of your imagination. You're really um, missing out on this map, though. It's it's a stellar map. Um, so then you can open the door if you want to. Is that what you want to do, or or just not? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you hear Krogar yelling and like people shrieking up above and like footsteps running all across, you just kind of crack the door open. Kind of whistling to myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. Um, so the first thing that you notice as you push the door open is water is sloshing here. And this, uh, um, Sorry, there you go. Um, yeah, as you push the door open, the the whole you ca- you're realizing more and more that this entire shrine is slanted slightly. Um, and here, as you open the door, water covers this floor, and you kind of look up back up at the hole that just came down. And within a natural twenty or intelligence check, you can realize this must be where the rainwater collects in this ne- next chamber. Um, so there is about an inch of standing water on the floor. Um, as you open the door, light shines on a room with uh, another entrance off to your left, a uh, closed door. But you barely take that in because the far wall is this elaborate, ornate carving. And when I say a carving, it's almost a sculpture. It is deeply 3D. Um, things are sort of coming out of it, going into it. Just this beautiful bone carving showing and it covers the entire wall and it shows a scene of a great armored dinosaur surrounded by lightning and fire and leaves tiny fleeing monsters are running away from it and tiny humanoids cheer birds fly around its head and in the carving a powerful male figure stands astride the dinosaur in the center of the scene uh, and right there at the center, uh, on the carved dinosaur shell, there is uh, a star-shaped hole with four points, and it's clear that something is missing from there. Um, did you say there there's a guy on the dinosaur? Yeah, you see a carved figure of like this powerful armored male figure on the dinosaur. Is it ornate enough to see a stickle? Uh, yeah, the sorry, Mero, it's not your turn. Um, the uh, um, yeah, the male figure is like wielding this uh, sickle that is emanating carved lines and waves. Alrighty then, I think I'm gonna relay that information that I think we need this star-shaped thing, and also this giant skeletal dungeon that we're in might also have been a terrifying monster that saved people i guess all right that's good for your turn the you see so there's like a little bit more to see in here but that's all you're gonna get on this turn so um you know your eyes are still adjusting to the darkness and the light um 
Oh, it's your turn. You see the door open and you sort of see the carved wall beyond uh, Son of a Calls Out. Um, Krogar is raging up above. What do you want to do? Uh, I think I would think I'm going to uh, move up a little bit so I can get a better view of the uh, of the top of the well that Krogar is climbing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I'm going to uh, use uh, use some of the crystal outcroppings on one of my on one of my arms of my armor to mm-hmm. focus some beams of light up there. I'm going to use that to cast yep. a magic missile at uh, <laughs> the lizard folk up at the top. Amazing. So you, it's mostly, you mostly see Krogar's butt um, as he's kind of like trying to climb out. But every now and then, as he sort of like shifts his weight, you can see these lizard folk and one little glance is all you need. And uh, your magic missiles sizzle upward. Um, I'm going to roll to see which one you saw because there are a couple. Um, I'm just going to roll. Actually, why don't you roll? Go ahead and roll me a d4. All right. That's a one. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll that damage. It's, it's, a, it's a total of 10 damage. 10 damage. Nice. Um, Krogar, you all of a sudden feel another spell sizzle past you uh, as these sort of uh, brilliant uh, little daggers of light rise up and blast into uh, the spell casting lizard folk who was just readying magic to uh, uh, to cast right in your face. And uh, oh, from down below, you hear a shriek and a sudden bang uh, and footsteps sort of pattering backwards as if in pain. Uh, that'll, that'll, that'll be it for me for now. Okay. Uh, that brings us to that same spellcasting lizard folk. Um, so he is going to, uh, he's going to like look right at Krogar, bark something that you can't understand, uh, in your face. And he is going to sort of twist the air with his claw. Uh, and all of these bright colors swirl around his claw and he's, as he casts color spray, straight into your face um make it hurt uh we'll see we'll see how we do um all right d20 here we go sorry one second um (laughs) new machine who does okay uh how many hit points do you have Immediately concerned by that. Uh, 29 <laughs> left. Okay, yeah. Uh, so this color is completely overwhelming you, and you're just, like, blinded by this light. And you kind of, like, blink to clear your eyes, um, and you can't. All these dazzling colors just uh, stay in your eyes, and you are blinded for now. Okay. Uh, and that's all that happens to you with that. Um, and then that is when the other guys come in and try and uh, hit you with clubs and javelins. All right, they got to beat a 17. All right, but they have advantage, I think, because you're blinded, right? I believe so. Let me look at the condition real quick. Feels true to me. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think blinded does that. I know I blind a bunch of people as a... um, 
A uh, blinded creature can't see and automatically fails any ability checks that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. So you take uh, five piercing damage, rounded down to two, so yeah. from one javelin. Uh, another one is just going to try... Uh, oh, that's... Okay, that's not gonna do it. Nope. Another one tries to bite you, and you just... It does. It sinks into you, but you just laugh. Uh, and then it kind of, like, uh, reaches out with a spike shield and drives the, sh- uh, the spikes down into your shoulder. And that one hurts. Uh, but not that bad. It only does, uh, again, once it's after it's have two piercing damage to you. So they're, they're eating away at you, um, but it's not that bad. It is like mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, at that point, the lizard folk who is sort of in down amongst you is kind of like dancing anxiously underneath you like, no, 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 don't fight me. Let me up. Get me out of here. Drop down a rope. This, get me out. Um, he's neither attacking nor defending. He just really wants to get out of there. Uh, Krogar, this brings it back up to you. You are blinded and being stabbed by things. Uh, but that's the magic of rage. <laughs> <laughs> so also wait a second I'm the mosquitoes here like fucking huge <laughs> details, True, details, yeah. details details so uh, fourth level barbarian can reckless attack right uh, you tell me oh, yeah. I'm googling real quick it's been a hot minute since I've played a barbarian at least three weeks should be I think you get reckless attack at level two I think Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, so I just kind of survive on reckless attack right now. They already got advantage. I'll just give them super yeah. advantage. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. So I'll reckless attack. Uh, first things first. The one who cast the uh, the, the mage. The mage. Yeah. Uh, he was in arm's range, right? He oh, was yeah. Right he was there right, right there. Fight. Cool. Okay. I rolled a hit. Or specifically, I rolled a grapple, which okay. strength it's reckless anyways, so. All right, so that's a grapple check, so he'll do that. Uh, he gets a 15. All right, well, he doesn't beat a 25, then. Not not so much, no. Uh, can I describe this? Yeah, go for it, man. So I want to describe... Uh, <clears throat> Krogar, blinded, stabbed, blinking his eyes, his three eyes, can't see. Um, one of the heads that even bowed at just trying to, like... It's blinded even through its little like visor. The other big eye is just like sparkles and stars. As he just reaches out as like a in one quick motion, like a snake, basically grabs the mage by the neck, lifts him into the air, turns over the well. I can't see if there's anyone coming up the well, can I? Nope. How high is the well? Uh, it's like 10, 15 feet. I release my grapple. <laughs> uh, it land the other uh, the mage lands on top of uh, the lizard folk who was already down there, and they both. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy was like reaching. He's like dancing below, arms lifted up, like take me, take me, 
and all of a sudden his boss just comes crashing down on top of him. <laughs> this is a scene from like a Kung Fu Panda movie. <laughs> well, that happened. <laughs> and there's just a tangled heap of lizard folk on the floor. Get off me, you stupid idiot! No, get yeah. Oh, take me up, take me up, get me out of here. Um, that's amazing. Get <laughs> more attacks you want to do. Yeah. No, he made, he made his grapple. That was his attack. Uh, I right. guess the last thing he can do is uh, take a blind spit towards one of the lizard men, hoping to hit him. <laughs> Probably not. And uh, just being like, Krogar's going to put every one of you in the pit unless you back off. <laughs> Probably doesn't think okay. they speak English or uh, common. Nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, but very, very intimidating. All right, that is what happens. Tariki and Marrow, you see this like tangled pile of lizard folk uh, and Krogar yelling up, up above and this open door with this carved wall beyond. Uh, what do you all want to do? Do I still have the talisman in my hand? Yeah. That, yep. Okay. Does it look about the right shape for the, um, the hole in the wall? No, it looks totally different. It almost looks like a little, like a little twig doll or like a... Like a little idol, it's uh, it doesn't fit that at all. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mara is gonna take a bit of a closer look at at the dinosaur he's sitting on and just take a bit of a mental note on it. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give me um an intelligence roll of your choosing? You do history, arcana, religion. I do. Whichever one feels like right to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mero steps forward to closely examine this wall. Mero, how'd you do? So I went for investigation and I got a six. Okay. Uh, this is a fascinating carving. You have not seen anything this intricate ever. Uh, and you, it just like, it feels like it tells a story, uh, but you don't get any new information with that roll on this one. Uh, you do notice that there is a waterlogged basket beside the wall, I will say. Um, and inside you find, you just kind of like the, the, the wall is cool and everything, but you know, you don't know. So you kind of peer through the basket. Um, you find very old leather armor, uh, which though discolored and water stained appears to be in usable condition. Um, you also find a large amount of long rotten meat and vegetables, uh, that smell real bad in that thing. So that is what you find. Tariki, uh, besides casting guidance, what do you what do you want to do? Uh, well, that's an action, so I can't do okay. very much of anything besides that. Um, did, okay. Um, Mara, did you include the one d four in that role? Uh, oh, no, I did not because I didn't know you were guidancing me. Sorry about that. I said it like in like the midst of things. Um, yeah, but it's okay. I think that's probably, yeah, Amaro legitimately didn't know that you were casting guidance on him as he was sort of investigating in there. But uh, add that D4, let's see what we got. Boop. Boop. And we're looking. And two, bringing me up to eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find this basket with some rotten stuff in it. Mm, this food is spoiled and this wall is fancy. <laughs> That's what you got. Um, which brings us to Sonova. Right. What do you want to do? I think you said there's another door in this room, right? Yes, there's a door off to the left. Yep. Sonova is not a smart person. 
<laughs> but I think Sandova also understands the necessity of not splitting the party. Mm-hmm. So I think Sandova is going to go and try and deal with this um, screaming problem that Krogar is having. <laughs> okay. Love it. So Sandova is going to head back over. I don't know if I can necessarily get up to help. Maybe I want to try and pull Krogar down so that we can get up or that we can just leave if this isn't important at all. Well, at this point, Krogar has scrambled up out of the hole. So he oh, is he's like, uh, all the way out. So now you can see the sky through the hole. You kind Perfect. of have to lean over these entangled uh, prone lizard folk to do that. Um, I'm going to, if I can, stick my head out and go, Hey, hey, Krogar, maybe we have um, some more important things to do back in the, back in the scary uh, dungeon that we're in. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. I like that. Um, as, as son of us crawling up to appeal to Krogar's good sense and self-control. Uh, oh, what are... <laughs> uh, Oh, what are you doing? So I, th- I, th- I think uh, I think the most pressing issue for me right now is these two lizards, two lizard folk that are uh, kind of ta- just kind of tangled up at the bottom of this bottom of this well here after uh, yeah. after they got Krogard. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go stand uh, in front of them and just try to try to look as menacing as I can while I'm within a hundred feet of Krogar. <laughs> and just Fair sort enough. of, uh, you know, give them the give them the impression that if they if they try something that uh, that I might punch them because I because I might make an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> yes, I was like, there's no he needs advantage. Come on, man. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a nineteen then. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say that at this point we can move out of initiative because. Uh, the fight goes out of these guys. Uh, the fight was never in the first one, and the leader, having been thrown down, is like completely the winds knocked out of him. And he like looks up, sees uh, O shining out in front of him in this coral crystal armor, and just like reaches up with his claws in a gesture of surrender. Uh, so we are out of initiative. Um, Krogar, there are still you can sort of hear two lizard folk dancing around, like scrambling away from you. And by the time your sight restores, you can see that they are like sliding down the shell to get away from you and not within easy reach. Um, you guys are out of initiative order. What do you want to do? Um, so Krogar gets his vision back, sees these two are like, like they're gone. They're like, no, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Krogar is going to hear voices and stuff from down below. He's been in the cold, in the dark, in the stink for a little while now. He looks up, sees this breathtaking view again that he just glimpsed a moment before. He looks up. Is there a sun? Is there sunshine? Yeah, the day star is bright and beautiful overhead. Grogar, take break. And uh, I assume there's a rope nearby. Uh, there actually isn't. There is not. I guess Krogar just ties his rope uh, to himself and just plops down. Okay. <laughs> yep. Just sit down. 
Uh, you all see a rope drop down that Krogar is probably tied off to something solid. Tied off to just, himself. That's his point. Tied off to his waist. <laughs> yep. Good luck, guys. Sava is going to whisper to try and get Krogar to think he's imagining things. Everything the light touches will be yours one day. And then slips back down. Krogar knows. Knows this truth. Destiny. <laughs> Run from it. Dread from it. Ogre King. As he misquotes it completely. <laughs> you don't even I mean, you don't even look around to hear where that voice came from. It's just it's just true. It's just his conscience talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> Down below, the lizard folk are uh, barking in in draconic. Um, Mero, you can understand. The leader is sort of like, Arsene, what are you? Are you are you demons of this place? Are you undead spirits? Are you avengers? Let us go. We we you are you are stronger than us. This magic is too evil and too powerful. Hashtag just Krogar things. <laughs> Tariki's going to look to Mero for a translation about what they're saying. She seems very confused. Mero, are you going to offer offer as translator here or keep what they're saying to yourself? Uh, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Yeah, you don't know. For right now, Mero is, uh, is not supplying willing, like, ready translations. So you just hear Draconic that you don't understand. Well, here he is again. Yep. Mero, Tariki is looking to you for translation. Uh, Mero kind of looks him up and down and just paraphrases, and it's like, uh, these ones ask if you are dead spirits, and do you come to slay them? Uh, I think she's gonna, her eyes are gonna widen, and she's like, could you tell them, tell them that we're not, we're not undead. That's disgusting. We're flesh and blood and very much alive. The, yeah, he just turns around. These ones very much alive. We come for, we come for sickle, as so I rule. And none of you, none of you forget my name or make me eat last or tell me to go away because I stop shedding in wrong places. <laughs> and it just kind of it just kind of goes into this little gripey tirade. <laughs> and the, the lizard looks at you and uh, you remember this guy like this is someone who you've interacted with before. I think um, he's like a pretty impressive sorcerer leader. He looks at you with complete lack of recognition like this guy specifically bullied you in the past and he just has no clue who you are and Meryl just Meryl just kind of just starts start to slow heavy breathing and he's like just start swinging boy just, just start wait, punching and, and he just like no he just kind of pauses like wait till I get sickle then you won't forget uh, you, 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 the sickle is, is evil. This, this, this whole place is terrible. We've, we were trying to, to guard it and find out how to put an end to it. It's, it's spreading on death. Guard it. it you guard it because you fear it. You fear power. Power you can have. Power I have. I have power. You fear me. Yes, yes, yes. We fear you," he says, looking over, at, looking up at Krogar, where he was in the hole. <laughs> yes, very terrifying. But you also see, um, he does look scared. He looks scared of you all as a group, and since you're with them, yeah, you see, you see fear, uh, not respect, but fear in his eyes. 
Yeah, close enough. <laughs> oh yeah, Mero just kind of turns to the others and like leaves half of it out, and he's just like, uh, "These ones, these ones surrender, won't bother us anymore. Say they fear the sickle." Um, can I, as a ritual, can I cast detect magic? I, I'm specifically trying to see if there's any magic on the talisman I'm holding, but I guess also if 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 there is any magic in the surrounding area, I'd probably uh, you know take off on it and make a note of it. Yeah. Well, I will say the talisman. So, just uh, stepping out of character for a moment, the talismans work like spell scrolls in Plangia. So it's like as if you found a spell scroll. Oh. Um, so you would I'm... recognize this as a thing that is like a one-use spell. Um, so you don't have to do that if you don't want to do that. But you can also still take ten minutes and cast detect magic if you'd like. Would that be if I did detect magic? Could I figure out what spell? The yeah, I'm for holding? sure. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Then I'll do that. Sorry, I didn't remember that. that no, oh, no, no, no. All good. That's all right. That's setting stuff. Um, yeah, you take a look at it, look at it closely, sort of cast the ritual. And really before the ritual is even all the way complete, um, you sort of suss out what you're looking at, um, which is, where is this? Um, it is a talisman of, I think I know what it is, but I just want to make sure. And of course, my notes have all gone away. Oh, there it is. Um, it is a talisman of lesser restoration. Fancy, fancy. Thank you. <laughs> so, does Krogar need like a short rest? Or. Krogar would like a short rest, yes. I lean down to everyone else and say, I think Krogar needs a nap. Uh, you actually do hear a little, if, if uh, obviously if Dan allows it, you will hear some like very loud ogreish snoring by the coming from up above. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It um, is, uh, at first you're like, oh, there's thunder. It's a thunderstorm. And then it's, uh, there's like a whistle <laughs> that follows it. And you're like, oh, uh, oh, okay. That's why they call him the thunderer. <laughs> um. If beforehand, does anyone else need um, healing? Because if I if I channel divinity before we take our, our short rest, I can get that ability back. I'm a little scratched up. I don't think I've been hit once. Damage, so. Okay. Um, I can heal, I think, up to 20, 20 hit points. Let me just check that. Uh, yeah, I, got, I haven't gotten touched once in the entire two sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I lost one hit point for giving blood to our uh, our door to open. Um, do I yeah. think? Wait, is I Krogar? Remember. Sorry, go ahead. Can, can I... go ahead. I was gonna say if Krogar is with outside of thirty feet of me, that might be a little difficult. Um, yeah, and he's I mean, there's out a of rope. Sight. You can climb. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I'm certain the two lizard folk are gonna also scale out of here as soon as they can. But they're dying to leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can, I can channel divinity um, and heal up to um, twenty hit points. Um, if uh, how how badly is is O hurt? I'm I'm down five. Okay, could I potentially give five to to O and then do my best to scramble up and give the rest to Krogar before we take our short rest? Yeah, absolutely, easy enough. You sort of climb halfway up the rope see sort of his like uh, ogre belly rising and falling with deep breaths. You see enough of him 
Uh, and you can sort of see them both at the same time and cast a spell, channel divinity, and sort of concentrate on the the memory of the tree. And you can almost feel its bark against your fingers as <sighs> sudden vitality comes crowbar um, to you as you sleep, and your your dreams become even more pleasant. Um, and uh, yeah, son of a you or sorry, was that son of a or oh who you were healing? Uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, you also feel uh, a, a little, a little resurgence of vitality. Um. So, yeah. Uh. Uh. Krogar is asleep for an hour. Uh. What do you all want to be doing? The the lizard folk really try and leave unless you stop them. So you have this space kind of to yourself. Um. Okay. Okay. So. Uh. Meryl just just works up the nerve to be ever so slightly invested as he realizes these guys pro- probably aren't going anywhere if they made it this far, and he's just looking at looking around him. He just kind of zeroes in on zeroes in on no one in particular, and he's like, "So you cut. So most of you come to stop dead, yes, among among other things." And that's what I'm here for. Why? I'm sorry. Why? And she's gonna like why? tilt her head to the side. He's like, why come all this way to stop dead? Not your home, not your people, not your dead. Because life is worth preserving. Mm. Mm. This preserving life helps you. Yes. I. Uh, I I suppose it's it's more of a I I I I think it's important to protect things that are alive and to you know rid the world of that which corrupts it. Uh, he kind of tilt. He kind of tilts his head. Not really get getting the. He's trying to see. He's trying to see how what you're getting out of this, and he doesn't follow. Can I can I ask you a question, Mero? Yes. What counts as your people? What counts as your 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 home, your land? Hmm. People what protect people what protect and care are my people. Yes. Hmm. No one protect and care for Mero. Mero has no people. Well, for what you said about it not being our people, I don't think that there has to be a limit on who your people are in that way. Does that make sense? Maybe. He just kind of licks his eye and scratches a bit. Like you have his attention. I love that this is probably accented with the sound of thunder in the background. (laughs) 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 I like to imagine the lizard folk manage to climb out and they just like Krogar is like passed out in the sun rope wrapped around him. There's like a chunk of bread and like barely salted meat just like half consumed sticking out of his mouth as he's just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, the lizard folk who you guys found down there like looks down at you and like, picks up one of the javelins the other one's dropped and kind of like looks at his chief like, yeah, yeah. And the chief's like, no. <laughs> just strongly <laughs> just gestured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they sneak, they sort of slip and slide down the edge of the shell and scamper away. <laughs> I love Dude, I love Dave, you're great. <laughs> that, 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 that made my session right there. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the voices, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Anyone else want to do anything during this rest? Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I did have just a little bit more there. Yeah. So, before I, before I fell, you know, you could... You could you can look down on this whole place from up there, from the grazelands here to to the seas in the south, and it uh, you really don't you really don't see it really doesn't seem so big from up there. Hmm. You just kind of nods, not really having much to add. It's just quiet as you all are sort of like. In this chamber, thinking about this, God. considering you how to guys... actually talk to each other without violence. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, time passes. Uh, I don't think. I mean, are you all just? Is everyone taking a long rest? Does anyone want to do anything else while this is happening? Uh, I'm gonna pop one of the hit die just to top me off. Yeah. All right. Okay. So after about an hour, you all hear Krogar. <clears throat> Rouse up above. Uh, Krogar, you rejoin your friends uh, or your future subjects, depending on your point of view. And uh, you all are. (laughs) And Uh, you're all. Let's go with the cabinet. Yeah, the cabinet. Yeah, your future cabinet. Um, I'm not going to argue with that, but like, you don't got to say it in front of them. Uh, and it's uh, it's up to you all. What do you want to do? First of all, Dim's on being secretary treasury, just because I feel like that job would be super easy. Also, Krogar can't count, so you got job. <laughs> and money's not a thing. Um, so <laughs> we need to find whatever goes in the little star key spot. Are there any other... There's one room on this level we haven't just gone through and yep. then there's two, the two giant hole of water in the ground two mm-hmm. rooms right there we not been through yeah up on this floor just one room you haven't checked out and then the yeah down below two doors one of which marrow has peeked through uh krogar still waking up uh you point direction krogar smash would need to be smashed krogar believe in all of you tiny ones so I guess let's search the room that's on this level, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, great. Oh, the door. Before I do, I'm going to take a drink of that red stuff that I found. Mm, tastes like healing potion. Good, because I definitely needed that. I didn't. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Yep, you feel, you feel fit as a fiddle. Um, and you all head towards this other door, um, which is unlocked. Uh, 
Um, and as you approach it, though, you can hear that scrabbling and scratching sound uh, that you had heard from the ceiling down below in the room Krogar fell through the floor. Uh, you can hear that beyond this and sort of a chittering noise. Krogar, think bug. Big bug or mini bug. Uh, Why not both? Maybe both. <laughs> Krogar, mini big bug. Uh, you little ones. Uh, Krogar, no. Um, you know thing that the, uh, what those? Troll ones. Troll skins. You know what they have in common with bug? Hmm. Heal no. fast? Not like fire? Ah, not like fire. Krogar asks if any of you little ones have fire. Mm, uh, <laughs> and, oh no. And like Mayo just kind of points to Miss Incinerator next to him. I, I have light, divine light, but I, I don't. Fire and trees don't really go well together. Um, I think my patron would be a little upset if I went around burning things. Okay. Well, we'll make some fire, fire if we need fire. A treasure person? Yeah. You don't have to look so surprised. Uh, and just kind of, he just kind of nods, not really knowing what the whole star thing means. But if it meant fire, it was cool. Uh, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and uh, light a couple of torches and pass one to uh, pass one to Mero. Mero take, takes it up in strides and just kind of takes a second in line. Kroger right. smash, you burn. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm right. actually going to light a torch, if that's okay, with my Explorer's Kit. Yep, absolutely. So O, Mero, and Tariki all have torches. Um, great. All right. You opening the door? Uh, Krogar. <clears throat> just immediately channels that fury, that rage, slams into the door, also opening it, and charges in, swinging. Just not at anything particular. Yeah, it's just so swinging. Just All right. Just anything off inside. <laughs> All right. I like it. Uh, you rush in swinging. Um, as you do that, make a dexterity saving throw. Ha-ha! He's going to go through a floor again. Uh, okay, dexterity saving throw. That is, yep. that is a four. <laughs> so Kroger goes, rushes into the next room. The door bursts open. You'll hear this enormous buzzing and hissing and like, um scrabbling sound and with a firelight uh you can all see these like this is just swarming and infested with insects and they're just flying all around creeping and crawling these and these like large massive insects with like so many legs and mandibles and slimy bodies sort of writhing around krogar rushes in takes one step and the insect eaten floor crumbles underneath <laughs> him <laughs> And he immediately starts falling. <laughs> and Krogar drops down into the sarcophagus chamber where he and he is directly over the hole that he has already put in the floor below and falls two stories down as yeah. he, and these giant centipedes fall with him. 
swarms of insects buzzing all around as he splashes down into the water. Krogar, you're going to take some falling damage from falling two stories. It's also reduced because it's bludgeoning damage. But... Sure, that's great. All right. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Go. This has been my favorite part now. <laughs> it, it, really, it really takes a special skill to fall in the same hole twice. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take 11 bludgeoning damage, half to 5, as you smash down into the water. Um, and, uh, yeah, there are five giant centipedes in the water with you. You all see this uh, and sort of, like, are just trying to take stock of what's happening as swarms of insects are flying out at you all. Uh, let's go ahead and initiative. We should. I'm, I'm laughing so hard over here. I'm tearing up and wheezing, <laughs> and the cat is concerned because it's like, oh, no, you're wheezing. Are you dying? <laughs> He's dying. He's clearly dying. Initiative is six for OO. All right. Uh, it's 13 for Tariki. Tariki's at 13. So, Krogar rolled a 19, but I want to argue that he should be at, like, fucking dead last falling two stories. <laughs> yeah, I think like, that was I your just initiative be at the bottom just now. Of the initiative? I think you're at the top, but that was your initiative right there. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, right. Sonoma has a 10 for initiative. All right. Sonoma has 10. Uh, great. Marrow? Oh, right. Give me a sec. 19. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Marrow, you are, like, right behind Krogar, and you see all of this happening directly in front of you. You look down, and just, like, in darkness, you hear a splash and a roar of fury and frustration and confusion. Uh, you just see these, like, log-sized giant centipedes dropping down the hole after him, and the swarms of insects in your face right now. What do you want to do? Yeah, so... Uh, the, the, whole, the whole being accosted uh, by bugs slightly t takes his mind off the absurd thing that just happened, and he's going to just but just going to just uh, shoo him away, away with the fire and try to slash as many as he could. All right, go for it. All right, hold on. They saw us, so that uh, does that mean I don't get dread ambusher? I gotta reread. That. Yeah, you don't have ambusher on this one. I then regular hits. Yep. Uh, Tariki, you're up next. Okay. Um, are they? Uh, are sorry, they... not yet though. I'm sorry. Just no, that's okay. Just letting you know you're you're next in the order. But uh, Marrow, swing away. Got a little overly eager. I know. Well, uh, that's exciting. That's an eleven. Okay. Uh, that misses. I mean, you're swinging through them, but you don't seem to be damaging the swarm at all. Ish, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just end there. All right, Tariki. Okay, um, I'm going to cast um, a word of radiance. Um, I'm I'm assuming. Okay, each creature of your choice that you can see within range. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna cast word of radiance. Um, yep. How many creatures are bugs that are within five feet of me? A swarm counts as one creature for mechanical purposes, and okay, you cool. see sort of these two swarms. Great. So um, both, if, if they're both within five feet of me, um, they need to make uh, a constitution saving throw. 
You can move up so that they are, uh, and I will have them do that. Constitution save. Yes. Uh, one is a sixteen. One is a five. Okay. Uh, one passes. One one succeeds. One fails. They have mm -hmm. to take uh, a d six of radiant damage. Uh, that's a six. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, does the other one get hit halved or just no damage? I think it's just no damage. It's a, it's a okay. cantrip, so. Yeah, oh, okay, good. So you burn through some of these insects. Um, you can see they're like uh, centipedes with wings. So they're kind of like worm-like with like these little wriggling uh, legs and flapping uh, like mosquito-like wings. They kind of whine as they fly through the air. Um, but yeah, some of them sort of like burn to a crisp and drop down through the hole. Uh, awesome. What else? Anything? Uh, I don't think I can. Ooh. Um, can I? I don't think I can shove a swarm, can I? I would say that you cannot. Yeah, okay. Just ask. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. That's all. That's all I can do, I think. Cool. Awesome. Um, Krogar, you fall in the water. <laughs> And down below, you feel something moving under the water, like as soon as you land, this rubbery, wet, slimy something. Uh, and you remember you were down here before, and something brushed against you. And now you've really kind of invaded its space in a very personal and dramatic way. Uh, it had a literal cannonball, like not even a cannonball, <laughs> it's had a, a full fucking cannon fall on in its den. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, it's not going to hit you though, but you sort of feel these tentacles start to like wrap and try and like find, figure out what is going on here. It misses you with its attack. Um, but swarms are going after you all. Uh, Tariki and Mero, since you're right there, you are going to be the ones who are attacked by this. Um, so here we go. Oh, those are both good rolls. Um, one is a 21, Tariki, that's a 21 against you, and Mero, that is a 17 against you. Couldn't have taken the 17. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that hits. All right. It's actually nice. a miss. All right. Uh, yep, Tariki, they, they uh, gain purchase on you. You get 10 piercing damage to you. Ow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mero, you're fine. Son of a, it's your turn. All right, I will join Krogar. I'm going to jump in the hole that he created and beat him down there. Okay. Yeah! Uh, it's, a <laughs> it's a long drop, so unless you have a way of not taking falling damage, you're going to take some falling damage. Um, I do get, as a fourth level monk, I do get to reduce falling damage by five times my monk level. So as long as oh, it's nice. not 20... I'm good oh, to go. I rolled so low. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> Lands on his feet. Yeah, you beautifully swan dive down. Landing. Nice. In the water. Uh, <laughs> man, I was hoping like Krogar just gets himself out of the water, spits out this yuck water, and then just like Monk just lands on his head. Just <laughs> 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 Yeah, a three-point Spider-Man landing on one of Krogar's heads. Just <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> like a plan. Awesome. And I'm going so to yeah, you're down there. The, uh, the... Can I hit one of the tentacles that tried to get Krogar? Yeah, go for it. Perfect. That is a... What do I add to that? Um, 14. 
to hit. Uh, 14 is going to do it. Perfect. All right. And that's going to deal six damage. Okay. And then yep. I'm going to punch it as a bonus action. Nice. Because why not? Why not? And that is a 21. Hits. And that is another seven damage. Okay, great. Yeah. This uh, tentacle recoils and sort of like bloop, uh, dips underwater as it doesn't like being hit. Um, uh, oh, this is your turn. All right, so I was planning on jumping out of Julian Kroger, but now that uh, now that Son of O has, I don't have to, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I've never, tr- I don't think O has ever tried to punch an entire swarm of insects before. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have a new experience today. We're gonna see if that works out. Nice. Uh, that's a twenty-three to hit. Yeah, you punch a swarm of insects. Uh, for 12 thunder damage. Oh, very nice. Okay, awesome. Are you punching the one that already got a little damaged or the undamaged one? We'll start with the one that already got damaged, yeah. All right, so that is 12 damage. Great. Yeah, this thing is uh, is just hardly, you could call it a swarm anymore. It's a little more like a, a small a small gathering, a small social uh, social gathering of insects. It's nowhere near as big as it was. And uh, holding my torch up with my other hand, can I see if there's like anything else in this room here that might look uh, interesting in a six-second uh, span of time? Uh, nope. It just seems to be completely bug-eaten. All right. I-, I will not go further into the bug room at the current moment, then. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, down below, water sloshes as five giant centipedes ride through the water, sort of flopping clumsily. Uh, and they are very angry at the big loud thing that came in and invaded their spaces. So we're going to make five attack rolls against Krogar with these things. Bring it. Just, just a quick question. Did they take fall damage? Oh, you know, great question. Yeah. Dropping dice. Yep, they sure would have. One second. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Thank you. That's awesome. Fine. Quick. Lamb. I'm yeah, over here. I'll look like... a little. Go ahead. One of them, uh, you're right. So one of them just exploded. And the other ones look a little worse for the wear. So uh, one of so heads is just like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. One of the heads. I was going to say, one of the heads is just like, you're softening up my challenges over here. And the other one's <laughs> like, oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so these four attacks are coming at you. Uh, your AC is 15, right? Okay. Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, so two are going to hit and two are going to miss. The ones that hit are going to do uh, after it's been... Are you, You're still raging, right? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Two piercing damage for each of those. So that's going to be a total of four. I've already have that. Um. So four piercing damage, and then I need you to make two constitution saving throws. Oh, good at those. Doo, doo, doo. That is a 15 and a 16. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Their bites sting, but they don't, uh, they don't do anything worse than that. And they barely sting. You're fine. Um, which brings us to Krogar. 
So there's ten. Like Progar can see these tentacles, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Now I have a question for you, and this might unfortunately have to like reveal a card in your hand that you might not want to release just I'm yet. Good. But Progar uh, is he's powerful build, so he can grapple things that are bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Um. Is this thing big enough? Or let's rephrase that. Is it still small enough that Krogar can grapple it? The tentacle thing? Yes. I mean, you can grapple a tentacle. Well, the the reason I ask is because Krogar, if he can grapple it, he's going to drag it out of the water. Yeah, uh, I'm saying yes. You can make a grapple check. Cool, 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 cool. And it will grapple right back. <laughs> grapple off! Let's go, boys! Grapple off! Big boy. 24. Can it be uh, the Nice. It can't with, with a natural one. I don't think it's going to be to 24. Uh, so this thing is just flapping all around as you're dragging and pulling on this tentacle. And as you're hauling it arm over arm, uh, sorry, like, uh, like yeah, uh, hand over hand, pulling it up out of the water, um, you see this just like nasty sort of shapeless blobby tentacly thing. It's not even like an octopus or a squid. It has just sort of like this gross lumpy body and sort of an uneven number of tentacles. Some are longer, some are shorter. It's just, it is a mess and it looks like it hates being out of the water. It's freaking out as you're dragging it up. All right. So action movement, cause he's going to fully like drag this thing out of the water. We're talking like, yeah. uh, if you've ever seen someone like handling uh, the octopuses and stuff and they got all those tentacles, yeah. he's just, he's yeah. grabbing as much as he can readjusting and just pulling this thing over him. Just yep. to throw it onto the shore. I love it. That is uh that's all happening. And this thing looks completely stymied as you're just like, it, it has never dealt with this. This sort of a situation before. This is like when you pick up one of those dogs that are the size of humans and they're just like, yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Mero, what are you doing? Uh, so Mero is just gonna stare down slightly from the hole, just one eye just watching this, and he's just like just like mouth agape and just like what what am I witnessing? I'll still just trying to stab this swarm so we can just get down there and have a better look. Go for it. Have a look on. So yeah, unnatural twenty. Okay, that is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Are you hitting the um, mostly scattered swarm or the untouched swarm? Uh, trying to finish off the scattered one. Okay. That's a 10 piercing. Yeah, that'll do it. You, uh, there are no more. It's, the, the swarm dissipates into individual bugs, which pose no threat to you. So I hit your skewers a bunch of them and just like, just like, just munches on a sword. <laughs> just, like, like, just like a big gross kebab. I love it. Amazing. Anything else? He's going to just uh, backpedal about 10 feet. Okay. Sounds great. Um, all right. That brings us to uh, the octopus, which really wants to get away. It's not even an octopus. This sort of like writhing mass of tentacles with a seven. That's not going to do it to break this grapple. Um, uh, so that is now Tariki. Okay, dokie. Um, so there's only one swarm still left here, but there's four centipedes down there and a tentacle creature. Yes, that's yes. the, that's the yep. layout. Okay. Yep. I think 
that's good enough to burn a second level spell slot. I'm going to cast a uh, spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to make like a, like a big, like a uh, twisted kind of sword looking cr- uh, thing. Um, nice. you know, that takes a bonus action. And then I'm going to, uh, swing it at the, um, uh, the swarm in front of us. Uh, okay. and that requires a D20. That's, uh, that's a, uh, 18. 18, uh, that hits. Roll damage. Sweet. I need to find my D8. There it is. Um, that does, uh, eight damage. Okay, eight damage to the swarm. Looks pretty hurt as you do that. Nice. Anything else? Yeah, I can't do it with the bonus action, sadly. All right, that's all I can do. Okay, all right. Uh, that brings us to the remaining swarm, which is, of course, going to go after you as you have attacked it. So let's just do that. Uh, it's terrible. It doesn't, it doesn't get you at all. Son of a... I'm going to jump from Krogar to the definitely not an octopus monster, and I'm going <laughs> to do some attacks. Mm-hmm. All right. That is a 18 on the die, which is a 24. Yep, hits. A Deal, and that's going to be five damage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to... I will do spend a key point and do a flurry of blows. So I'm going to do nice. two unarmed strikes. It's just writhing in his hand as you're just slamming into this thing. Well, that's a natural one. Uh, it rises effectively. You have to be kidding me. <laughs> I just rolled two natural ones for my flurry of blows. <laughs> Here's the thing. You are hitting it really hard. It's just so rubbery and amorphous that as you're hitting it, this thing like grips your hand and starts trying to tear away at your flesh. And it is just this horrible, nasty, aberrant kind of... Uh, Squishy jerk. Yeah, it is awful. And these sh- hits should be hitting it. But it is it is an evil kind of a thing. This is the worst yeah. version of SpongeBob I have ever heard of. <laughs> uh, oh, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to continue to punch a whole lot of bugs. I think. All right, go for it. Eleven. Eleven. And when you say a whole lot of bugs, you're talking about the swarm, right? Yes. Talking about okay. the swarm. It's a whole lot of bugs upstairs and downstairs. Uh, 11 uh, does not quite do it. All right. So, uh, yeah, all right. We're going gonna be, gonna to be a little reckless, and I'm going to... Uh, sorry, one second. Uh, yeah, I'm going to assume that Tariki and Mero have this covered. I'm going to leap into the hole. All right. Can you mitigate falling damage? I cannot. Okay. You take um, 11 falling dam- 11 bludgeoning damage Oof. as you smash down into the yeah. I try uh, I try and aim for aim for one of the centipedes whether or not that's yeah. successful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 
Um, I think, uh, I think, well, what happens is you try and aim that way. And instead you clip the sarcophagus in the room above as you're going down. <laughs> That's where most of that damage comes from. Yeah, you're sort of spinning. Um, and let's see if you do hit that uh, yeah. guy. Nope. All right. You yeah. do not His hit one yeah. of those enemies. Historically, when I fall from very long distances, I have not been good at aiming it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're down there. Do you want to do anything else? I, um, let me double check if this ability is a bonus action, which I don't think it is. It is. All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, put my defensive field back up uh, with my okay. arcane armor and give myself uh, some temporary hit points that I just lost. Nice. I will say, by the way, oh, that as you plummet from a great height and land in water, there is a sense of deja vu. Oh. And it's almost more disturbed. Like as you smash into the sarcophagus, you almost feel like you enter a dream state for just a moment and remember falling and falling and falling and landing in the water. But this water is bitterly, bitterly cold, unlike the warm seas into which you fell. And it is writhing with insects and monsters and a raging ogre. Um, and as you land, these centipedes who have not found much success in attacking uh, the big guy are going to turn their attention to you. And you are suddenly like in the water as swarming giant centipedes uh, ride around you, trying to bite you with their mandibles. Uh, so that is going to be... Uh, does a 12 hit you? My AC is 18. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, only one of those is going to hit. So one of them will deal, deal four piercing damage. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's an 18. Okay, you are fine. Uh, it, right. it sort of it bites into you, and you feel a sharp pinch. Um, but you're otherwise unaffected. Uh, bringing us back up to Krogar. All right. <clears throat> so... Did the uh oh yeah it failed it's uh to break the grapple yeah it's just in your hand and it is horrible it's sh it's actually screaming like almost with a two human voice it's just shrieking in your arms it's been a while since kroger's had octopus he might try some at the end of this uh but he starts uh smashing it with his sword great go for it recklessly Mm-hmm. Uh 22 to hit. Hits. That's good. That the damage. other one was very low. <laughs> uh 19. All right. 19 damage. Jeez Louise. Okay. That is one uh, below max. If he rolls two sixes, that uh he gets plus eight and it's 20. Um yeah, you know what? That's enough. You are, <laughs> so you all kind of like, those of you who are down here or have any view of this are just watching um, watching Krogar as he's got this armful of like, uh, like what an octopus would have a nightmare of devolving into. And he is just reaching out with his sword. And I feel like you are attacking it with your blade, but also you're just sometimes taking the pommel of your sword and just bludgeoning it uh, with the back end. I do end. want to point out, this thing is giant, uh, is a originally made for a giant, but it's a sword sword that has now been commandeered by an ogre who's chipped and blunted this thing. And like, it's, he's not so much slashing damage as he is just bludgeoning things to death. 
<laughs> and that's exactly what happens as this thing turns into jelly in your arms. And the octopus is no more. Uh, um, yeah, super gross. Marrow, you're up. Okay, so, yeah. So, yeah, just... Yes. So, this... So this is, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So how exactly is it that must not be looked upon looking right now? Uh, the octopus thingy. Yeah. Uh, it's dead. It is like no more. Uh, just completely bleh, jelly. Yeah. That. It's gross. Yeah, wow, didn't even get a swing at it. In which case, I'm just gonna, ju I'm just gonna switch this up a little bit. Try to try to speed this up as to not hold hold them back. And I'm just gonna pew pew shoot an arrow at the swarm. All right, that's a thirteen for pews. Thirteen hits. Roll damage. Eight. Uh, that's enough. The swarm is dispersed as you. It seems like they. It seems like it could have stayed and fought maybe more, but uh, you see that many of it have flown down to sort of like try and find its larger um, uh, queens or whatever those large centipedes were. And being attacked up here, the, the swarm just dissipates. The fight has gone out of it. So that is a swarm. And that's you. Um, okay, Tariki. Uh, so quick question. Am I within 20 feet of the centipedes downstairs or do I have to go get myself down into the pit? You are higher than that. So Dang. you would have to go down. Um, okay. How much of a turn would it take to tie a rope and make my way down? Your whole turn, but you could do it. Okay. That's, I'll do that. I have, have 50 feet of hemp and rope. Okay. So. so you watch your companions like fall through the floor one leaps down, lands perfectly. Uh, others fall, and like one, you see, you see, oh, just smash his side into the sarcophagus, and you're like, you know what? And you sort of like stop, tie off a rope, like check the knot, uh, and then lower yourself down. All right. Yeah, I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's all I can do with my turn. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you still have your uh, spiritual weapon out? Uh, yes, I would. I would still have that out. Okay, uh, but I think it I takes an action to use it. Um, I can move it, but I, as a bonus action, I can move it. Uh, okay, 20 feet so to a target, but I, yeah, I would, yeah, it's an action. All right, all good. So yeah, you're sliding down the rope and uh, just sort of like dangling over this frigid-looking water, um, which brings us to Sunova. All right. Um, so the. The uh, terrifying not octopus thing is is dead. How many it's, more centipedes dead. are there? There are still four of four of those guys writhing around. You guys haven't actually killed any of them except for the one that uh, yeah, one died by falling. All oh, right. Okay, so I'm gonna take some swings at those ones. Okay. That is a dirty twenty with Battle my hit. great not my great sword, my long sword. And that is seven damage on that one. Uh, it just you just slice it up. It is a fragile creature. It is dead. All right, and then I'm gonna punch another one because that's okay. fun. And that is a 
another dirty 20. Goodness. Yep. That My hits. guy likes rolling the same thing twice in a row. And that'll be another six damage. Uh, you destroy another one. You just punch right through it. They sort Looks of seem like are. this, like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're almost like a like a plastic bag full of goo, and they uh, they they die really quickly when you hit them. Um, oh, you see, son of a, just punching through these guys. What do you want to do? Is there two left then? Uh, yep, two left. All right, I'm going to uh, gonna, gonna punch one. All right, it's go working for it. out working out pretty well for son of a. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a dirty twenty. That hits uh, for five damage. Dead, just with a thunderous sound. There's one left. Unfortunately, there's not not anything I can do about that, Mister. Uh, it lashes out at you, really trying to hit you. It rolls a two. There's nothing, Krogar. Uh, there is only one centipede left alive in this water. Um. How bad's it looking? I mean, it got hurt when it fell, um, and you've just seen your enemy, your allies, just destroy these things pretty easily. You think it's even worth body slamming this thing at this point, or should I just hit it and be over with combat? <laughs> it's up to you, man. All right, uh, let's just hit it with a sword and get moving. Okay, I'll make it reckless. Why not? Let's let's make sure, sure. it really finishes it. Uh, 17 to hit. Yeah, you smash this thing. Uh, 5, 5, plus 8, so that is 18. Uh, Kroger is just hacking at the water, uh, and you can see, like, chunks of giant centipede flying, and then the water is just, like, splashing around him as he's slashing and slashing. Spug is long dead. Uh, and Kroger, in his rage, is the last to realize that combat is over. Sounds about right. It's been like 10 minutes. Are you okay? Uh, this what? chamber is what? freezing. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is this rare combination of freezing and reeking. It's like being in a meat locker, but all of the meat has rotten. Honest, that's not... Ugh, that's not unfamiliar to me. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you the story later. Save that for the after party. What do you all want to do? I'm assuming this is now we're starting to smell that smell that we smelled upon uh, Merrill when he came back earlier. Uh, it's, uh, not, it's not that bad. It doesn't have that gas smell. It just smells like rot right down here. Yeah. And you can all see your breath, those of you who breathe, which I think is all of you. Pretty sure. I guess we have to explore the room. Well, I guess... Meryl's not down here yet, or have we waited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meryl's just making his way down there. That's... You can you can use the rope that I used. Oh yeah, rope. Or you it can is just like... jump. Yeah, yeah. no ro- rope. <laughs> Meryl slides sensibly down the rope to join you all in the freezing cold water. Um, Tariq's gonna say, um. She's going to turn to Mara and go, did you say there was a door down that way with a bad smell? Two doors. You all look around and you see a door. This is a longer chamber. Um, You see a door at either end. One is uh, about 
half submerged in water because the floor is tilted here. The other is up on a little bit of dry, um, what looks like sort of like muscle or skin because this place seems to be made of organs instead of bone. Dry, uh, dry door is smelly door, not went through a wet door. I'd vote, for the, I'd vote for the dry one first just because it seems easier to get in and out of. The dry door is the one that uh, you had gone through before, Marrow. Yeah, that's why I said. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Krogar's going to wipe some slime from uh, an octopus guts from him. His face spit out a little bit of blood. Walk over to the other door. Look back to them. If Krogar falls again, <laughs> please heal Krogar. Got and then it. He opens the door. Awesome. Are you opening the dry door or the yes. waterlogged door? Okay, yeah. You open it and immediately just this wave of gas and rot washes out of you. It is awful. I actually need all of you to make constitution saving throws. Uh, 14 throw? Okay. 16. 16. Sorry, I'm 17. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear, did anyone get lower than a 14? I don't think so, right? Um, you are I all okay. Got a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> all of you were okay, but uh, Mero, you're kind of bracing yourself. You're like, yeah, I smelled this before. I'm fine. Uh, it is so much worse than you remember. Um, uh, <laughs> you are poisoned. Dying. Mero just starts retching. Mero, you are poisoned. Um, for right now. After taking a whiff of this room, Krogar feels very comfortable <laughs> letting out some gas before moving on. <laughs> yeah, it feels... He doesn't yeah. think anyone's going to notice it. Uh, they definitely can't smell it. Make a... Yeah, never mind. All right, yeah. So you guys can see into the chamber <laughs> beyond. <laughs> it was going to be a stealth kills check. Mero, or performance kills check. with a fucking ogre yeah. card on top of shit. <laughs> I'm moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah, you guys can see this next chamber. You can see as you bring your light into it that the east wall has shapes and swirls painted on it in all these different colors and a large growth of vines in the middle. And then on that same wall and floor in front of you are these uh, about eight large, two or three feet across, green-yellow bulbous growths. Stay back. I have a plan. I'm going to throw a dart. Okay. Uh, when you say stay back, how far away are you? Far um, enough not to make you question it? Yeah, that's a great... <laughs> <laughs> would you say you are... How many feet away would you say you are? I'm going to look how far I can throw a dart without disadvantage. Okay, yeah. If you're throwing from that far, you're fine. Um, so you back way up and you line up sight. Um, you throw this dart. I'm not going to make you make an attack roll. As you, this thing hits, um, it bursts with this slimy yellow-green gas that just sort of like fills 15 feet around it uh, with this lingering, horrible yellow-green mist that slowly sort of drops down to the floor and settles in little particles down there and only adds to the awful smell that's making Marrow gag. 
Well, we shouldn't be close to those. It looks awful. Is there anything else in the room? Um, make a, an intelligence check. I'm sorry, uh, an investigation check. All the same to me. I'm not gonna I would offer to assist, but I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> well, it's going to be better than the natural one I just rolled. Again. You can't really, I mean, it is. Yes, please. You get a zero. Your eyes are just watering from the smell. I'm sorry, I would have cast Guidance if I had known what you were doing. <laughs> nope, too late. It already happened. Oh, uh, and it probably wouldn't have helped. Yeah, technically All right, guys, it looks like it's slanted and there's water in it. <laughs> I'm just looking the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. It took me for a second to realize he was talking about the previous <laughs> room. Okay, does someone else want to go first so I don't have to roll a fourth natural one tonight? <laughs> If Krogar uh, dies, will you get me get him up? Uh, me? Yeah, I can. I can. I can fix you up. <sighs> okay. Uh, Krogar is gonna go forward and just kick one of these things. Okay. You walk okay, in. You why? kick it. It immediately explodes. Uh, make a Constitution saving throw. Yay! Kablamo. That is a twenty-five. <laughs> you know, you have spent a lot of time around a lot of nasty smelling things. It already smells bad. You don't know why everybody else is freaking out about this. You're fine. Everything's fine. In fact, it seems like you could tell the rest of the people to come in because it's not that bad. I hate that you're giving real Krogar logic here because it's exactly what he's going to tell him to do. <laughs> he's fine. No worries. <laughs> He's just covered in this fucking yeah. spore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he looks like a honeybee, just like. <laughs> That's exactly well, are you okay? right. He's just talking, and there's just spores falling <laughs> off of him. How many spores are left in this room? Uh, you've exploded two, so there are six left. Mm, maybe <laughs> we. <laughs> maybe we stand back. I hit spore. Hit explodey plant thing from afar. Yes? I I think that would be better than going in and kicking them. <laughs> you don't want Krogar kicking this? He's fine! Big one get hurt. We don't want. Yes, I, I'd rather um, not have to you know, raise you, you know, back from being unconscious. Uh, night still young. <laughs> Well, let's save it for a, for a threat that, that can be avoided. Um. <laughs> you have Krogar there. So he's just going to come out just covered in these spores. He smells so bad as Marrow fires in arrow after arrow. Uh, and you just, like, the room is just, it's completely yellow in there. It looks like someone just set off a smoke grenade. Um, and you all kind of, like, wait for the air to clear... Mary, you still feel so sick to your stomach. Uh, and eventually it kind of like settles down. And uh, you all think there are no more of these horrible growths. Do you want to double check for us, Krogar? Ah, uh, Krogar, fine. Yeah. He just marches into the room again. Yeah, uh, seems all right. Smells bad, but seems fine. I feel like those were the death spores too. <laughs> just like, fail this, you're dead. And I'm like, only live once, y'all. Let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chums up, boys. Let's do this, Leroy. 
Is is Marrow still poisoned? Uh, he is. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm going to use the the talisman and cast lesser lesser restoration to end the effect. Yay! Uh, that's for it, but he doesn't know what it does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tricky, you come over and you snap this talisman, and this with like a like a sigh, this spell um, pours out of it. <laughs> better <laughs> fitting very fitting so you're all in this room uh, with these sort of swirling painted colors and these vines growing in the middle of them uh, the, the, everything is covered in a fine yellow particles um, seems to be nothing else in this room Krogar touches one of the vines uh, it feels like a vine. Gargar pulls it out of the wall. Okay. Um, roll me a d20. <laughs> Little do we know, we just found a secret room, boys. <laughs> uh, six. Nah, you didn't find a secret room. Damn. I pull another vine. <laughs> Not. Krogar, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone know? Krogar can't read this. Krogar can't read either, but it, it, the, never mind. What's he say? I was going to say, was, can someone who has really good intelligence do uh, an investigation check on the painting on the back wall? I'd, I'd, I'd love to. Could someone who can cast guidance cast it on me? Of course I can. Krogar try casting guidance? Well, uh, <laughs> you can, you know what, how about you think, how about I put my hand on, <laughs> I take Krogar's hand and I put it on O, I'm like, just think really, really hard about about putting someone in the right direction, and she's going to cast guidance to make him, but make Kroger think that he was the one who did it. Awesome! It's like straight up Doc and Little Mac right here. He's just like, you got this. He's just sh- shoulder rubbing, like, I believe in you. You're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> You're better Thank than you. half the ogres. Kroger has Little Mac, baby. Thank you, Kroger. All right. So make a, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, history check on the painting. Okay. Is that with the, with guidance is a 21. Oh, very nice. Um, Okay, well, I will say that because of the place you are and the clues of the nature that you've gotten thus far, um, you have heard tell that druids can speak from distances and can make sort of walls or they can make inanimate objects speak. And they do it through some kind of strange set of markings. It's it's hard to explain. It doesn't make any sense. But they can make things talk when they're not there and leave sort of messages for each other. Um, but without sound, just by pictures and symbols, it's it's very eerie and weird. And one of the main reasons that people hate druids, among others, um, you get a stuff, sense that that stuff this, brings the hounds, baby. Mm-hmm, this has sort of a a set of like repetition that looks like it might be a message in druidic. Yeah, this I don't think was meant for us, and I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll con- I'll convey that to the rest of the party. There is other door, yes. 
I think that's where we're looking at now. Yeah, right. I think so. Drogar goes smash what lives there too. <laughs> Krogar sloshes through the water. He's um, actually gonna like use this time in the water. I know the water is like disgusting and all that stuff, but he like grabs handfuls and just smears it, the the yellow like gunk uh, spores off of him. Mm-hmm. And it's just leaving like horrible stains of other stuff. He's I'm, I'm yep. sure he smells even worse now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Quick, um, everyone make a poison check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you open the door and it's unlocked and the room is covered in frost. There's these frost crystals all over. It is as cold as it has been in the room before. This room is actually like stepping into a freezer. Um, it is dark in here. Do you and your light, your sword casts moonlight. But even with that, it is hard to see through the darkness here. Um, your breath wafts out in front of you. Um, you can see that there are some steps upward here in this small curving chamber. And on the far end of the chamber, you see um, an object. It's, it's about the size of a fist, and it's uh, held onto the wall by some kind of hooks that are a little hard to see just from the doorway. Krogar doesn't know caution. Krogar just marches <laughs> in. You walk in. You all see Krogar disappear, and you hear the crunch of ice crystals under his feet as he walks in. Krogar, what you see is you see this cylindrical object. It is uh, like the size of a, um, I don't know, like a like a stapler uh, or a, like a, like a big microphone. It's like a, a, a little too large to hold comfortably in one hand for little folk. You could easily grab it and it has, uh, but it's carved in such a way that um, on either end, it ends in sort of this star shape with four points. Um, and it is held onto the wall by these three, uh, claws these three dead looking hands that are attached to the wall uh, and are each holding on to a part of it Krogar and it is in the middle pulls. of the wall uh, um all right uh so you grab and pull um as you walk towards it you reach out you hear a voice saying wait get away you who is to order Krogar? <laughs> uh, so you reach out and grab it, or you just... Are you stopping when you hear that, or are you just grabbing it? Yeah, he's just gonna grab it. <laughs> yeah, ain't uh, no spooky ghost telling me what to do. <laughs> you, I ain't friend okay, no ghost. You uh, reach out and you grab the thing. And uh, all of you who are sort of in the doorway coming into the room behind Krogar uh, see this face rushing out. Uh, first a, a, a nose and eyebrows and a beard and then this pale, invisible, like see-through spectral spirit. Um, it looks like a young druid with a long dark beard, glittering eyes and antlers attached to his head. And he screeches, what? And as Krogar grasps at the key, the claws like reach rear back as if to slash him. 
um, and the key remains suspended in midair, and the ghost rushes at Krogar and plunges into his chest. And Krogar, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. All right, guys, it's good knowing y'all. If I murder you all, I'm possessed. Sorry. Oh, no. It was. It's been fun, but murdering you might also be fun. All right, let's see. Oh, that's a minus one. Total? Right. No, 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 no. My apologies. <laughs> that's what my modifier is. Oh, he okay. Five. <laughs> you got five. Five. Um. You all see Krogar step forward, reach for the key, and then freeze as this ghost rushes into his body. And then Krogar <clears throat> straightens. He's sort of like, normally he's kind of like got, you know, hunched Swatch. over posture, stands up straight, and his one of his heads just like flops down as if unconscious. And the other one cracks it next to the left, cracks it next to the right turns around and looks at you all and the inside of its of Krogar's mouth and his eyes are glowing green and uh, in a voice that is both Krogar's voice and another voice you hear you're not welcome here go back this is no place for the living Well, the jury is still out on whether I'm alive or not, so I'm going to stick around. <laughs> I love that response. Uh, and, and just, uh, Meryl just kind of like screeches and kind of, give me that sickle. The magic of the sickle is bound to the shrine. The sickle of Ozuk will never leave this place. Ah. <clears throat> uh. Can we unbind it? This is a cursed place. Only fools or heroes enter here. Fools yes. will die. Yes, yes, fools, heroes, curse. We heard it before, is it? But can we do this or not? Olzuk created the sickle. It warped its mind, his mind with its dark power. And now you wish to claim it? Then you are a fool. It just kind of fl- he just kind of flares his nostrils just obstinate, obstinately. Mm. Lizard, Lizard King, not care if fool or not, just want it. Go. Go so I don't have to kill you. The sickle shall not be claimed by more fools. More fools who will destroy everything with its power. Go now. Uh, at, this, at this point, he just kind of like rolls his eyes in completely opposite directions. And it just, yeah, it just turns to the others and translates. And it said, Spoo- spoopy things sa- said, no, sickle not for us. Something, something, curse, uh, war- warped mind. We are fools to want it. Um, What's, quick question. Uh, this thing Sorry. is speaking in common, but yeah. I think oh. uh, no, but I think um, I think Mero thinks it's speaking in draconic because everything oh, else no. has been. 
Yeah, no, I was no, no. Uh, Mara was speaking to Indraconic, and it was responding. So you know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it it was yes, but it was speak, responding in common. Oh, sorry, so, I missed that you were speaking in Draconic. Oh yeah, then you can then you can infer, I guess. Yeah, Tariki. My quick question: uh, Tariki's going to call out, and what if we were to try and destroy it? What then? <sighs> I have waited long for those who would destroy it. But to do so, you must be mighty. You must be strong enough to confront my master. Well, if you want to give our ogre back to us, I think that would go a long way. If you are not (laughs) strong enough to defeat this body, then you are not strong enough to defeat my master. Uh... Upon hearing that, I'm going to turn undead. I, I think that oh. would work. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh no. Oh god, no. <laughs> uh, describe what that does in this situation. Um, I'm going to create, like, um, let's see, I'm going to press my hand to my holy symbol, and this sort of uh, my eyes are going to glow a green and this like giant tree like image is going to erupt behind me and it's going to like twist its branches forward towards um, uh, Krogar and like a, like a I'm going to like grab you and pull you out of his body kind of or push you out of his body kind of uh, gesture um, and just like a demonstration of I guess the might of my original uh, patron god and uh, the light of life. Okay. So it has to make a save, right? Uh, one second. Let me just check. Um, I believe it, it does. A wisdom, it saving, a wisdom throw. saving throw. Okay. So you, this tree, and you are just grappling with this ghost that is inhabiting this, uh, this body. This ghost that has waited so long for heroes to come. <laughs> Hang on one second. Oh no. <laughs> Let us have it, man. I, I'm looking forward to this. I love the evil laugh, man. Oh no. Hold on. Oh Jesus. Okay. Uh Patreon. Nope. Uh, you know what? This is taking too long. Um, we can edit this part out. Guys, I rolled a natural one. The ghost is hurled from the body of Krogar, just flung out of it, and shrieks in terror as uh, the power of Tariki's faith rips it from Krogar's body. Krogar, (laughs) you gasp your own breath. Uh, and the ghost is flung across the room to the other side, and it shrieks at you all with a horrifying visage. I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. That's a 10. Is a 21. Yeah, 21's fine, surprisingly. 19. 19? Holy crap. Does a 16 work? (laughs) A 16 works. Yes. Can I describe this? Uh, in a second, I would love okay, to describe it in a second. It, Let's finish out this. Who else? I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh. 
Um, you know what, uh, Kariki, you take advantage on this roll. Okay. Uh, a quick question. I mean, is come this, on. Is this like a is this a, like a an action of some kind, or is this just like a general sort of it's doing something and freaking us out? Uh, actually, that's a great point. I have not. Because, this is because, it's turned. Oh yeah. yeah so it has to spend its oh. action right away. You know, yeah, guys, you are right. I take this all back. It does make a horrifying face at you as it shrieks and races through the wall. It's just screaming as it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry. 100%. No, no, you're totally right. It like, it turns and it looks like it's going to like, I think that's what it happens. It looks at you. It makes this horrifying face and it looks like it's going to like attack you. And then it just like rushes through and past you and all of your blood freezes as it <laughs> rushes right through the wall. The claws that were holding the key just like sh turn to ice and shatter and the key drops to the floor. So uh, I was going to say when Krogar uh, breaks from this, uh, this hold by the this phantom that uh he's already been a very weird ogre for the most part when it comes to ogre personalities but that true ogreish greed just like comes back through him and by the time when he's freed it just takes a breath second motion is literally to reach over and grab this thing and pull because he's like this is mine <laughs> you pick it up and it pulses with magical power you're not a creature that is attuned to magic but this thing is magical and it sits in your hand. The ghost has been turned and is gone. And this room already is starting to feel just a little bit warmer. Krogar, uh, just, just if you, maybe, maybe I could try holding it. Just, you know, it, magic, my thing, you know. Obviously, it's up to you. You part of Krogar's court. Krogar, no, he not very magical. But Krogar understand power and all that stuff. But... You smart, you loyal, Krogar give you this. Much power. And he's going to As you take this, uh, this cylinder, um, you can just feel the magic pulsing through it. All right. I, I won't right now, but I think if there's a chance at some point, I would probably try and do some uh, detect magic to try and see... Um, like ritually, um, what kind of energy this is? Oh, hey, all right, hey. but you, uh, yeah. Good question: the ends of this. You mentioned there was like weird things to the end of this. Didn't we have a symbol mm -hmm. earlier in the wall? Does it match this? The door we couldn't open before. Fit the hole by the uh, carving. Yeah, it does. Krogar, you look at it. Actually, you <laughs> you weren't in the room with the My wall. My apologies. At all. You know who? No, no, noticed? no. no well, someone else I was, noticed this. I was going to say, is this? Is I was going to say, uh, like the next thing she was going to say is, can we take it upstairs to maybe match it to the thing? Don't I worry. think what Krogar says that. is, it's a weird shape. It's got four points on the end. Krogar, you definitely are like calling out the shape and noticing it, and then yeah, Tariki. Oh. Uh, maybe this fits into that hole we saw earlier up on, in the in the wall. Um. <laughs> uh, I, the rope will still be there. We could always just climb back up. Uh, oh, yeah. We can jump right back down. Or not do that so I don't have to spend all of my energy trying to bring you back to full health. That would kind of be <laughs> for the best, unless you want to have a sleepover in the shell, which I don't well, think you want to do. I Krogar prefer to sleep on shell, not in shell. Uh, that, uh, that's fair. 
Quick thought though from Krogar. Um, Krogar bet his salt. We put that thing in hole, hidden room or thingy room on there. Might be like his air. <laughs> he he puts his fingers up, master. <laughs> uh, probably go awake, start screaming, and try to like you know, Krogar somebody. That's exactly what I was going to say. Only I wasn't going to quite say it like that. Krogar, no, he he, Krill, Krogar, you you mind like peas and pod. So what are Thank we you. thinking? Do we want to gather our strength, or do we want to go in guns blazing or swords blazing? I suppose would be the better way of phrasing that. Krogar like to Krogar the situation. Hmm. I'm as I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Yeah, I think we just kind of gotta go hard and fast. Let's do yes. this. Krogar look around and all he see is thunderers, each and every one. We sure. crush, we just stomp, we smash. And when we're done, we walk out of shrine. More power, stronger, and another dead, dead thing. How eloquent. <laughs> And he, uh, right. he's going to enunciate this with, like, you know, shoulder shakes and, like, he's not trying to hurt anybody, but, like, pokes in chests and he's, like, way too much force in the chest poke, so it actually, like, pulls. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but, yeah, but Meryl kind of just kind of just starts it off with just taking a spot, spot next to the door and just blending. Starts blending. Quick yep. logistic question. How are we all doing on health? Because I could do... I have two more second level spell slots. I can I, uh, do a prayer. I haven't, I haven't taken a hit this whole thing. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, the fall damage, did that hurt anyone uh, too badly? Or are we I, all doing okay? I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm down, I'm down six, so I'm good to go for a little while more. Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe I should heal myself. <laughs> 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 all right but just checking in all right so you all climb the rope to get back up to the top floor yep so yeah all right uh before one we get this party started yeah um can i uh i have a healing potion on me as that was my magical like common magic item can i yeah. uh take a drink of that <laughs> for sure yeah uh you all sort of climb up into the what was once the bug chamber uh, and you see uh, Tricky just wiping her mouth as she's just taking this healing potion. Uh, and you stand, Tariki, you've got the uh, this key in your hand, the cylinder with the four points, and you can see it clearly is the same size and shape as the hole in the wall where the carving is. Well, here goes nothing. And I'm gonna, is it taller than me? I'm only like 5'1", I think. <laughs> No, it's about a chest height for you. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to gingerly put the, the key into place, I guess. Okay. As you place it in, you hear a whoop, 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 whoop. The sound moves faster and faster, and you can see uh, the wall in front of you rippling and the carvings moving and starting to swirl and twist. The little carved birds fly, and the carved dinosaur raises its head. 
and uh, looks as if it's roaring and this room starts to shudder and the sound that gets faster you hear uh, as if there was somewhere within the walls this a massive beating heart and the entire room rocks as the shrine itself outside you can hear a rumbling on the left as if an enormous claw had been poured pulled from the ground a second because and that's a third exactly what happened and the oh, oh, oh. floor tilts wildly as the shrine itself comes alive and rises up from the ground and the head that you all came through the skeleton reaches up and Oh, let's have this huge bellow. I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw as this room is rocking. The entire shrine is alive. Well, I was not expecting that. I was not either, but this is too badass, though. Nine for me. We got a sickle and a giant skeleton turtle. This is awesome. I, uh, you said a dex saving throw? Yeah. That's a 17. Uh, okay. Six. All of you are thrown to the ground as this thing lurches forward. And down below you, you hear a horrible wailing sound as if screams from a tormented man's throat. You just hear... Um, and let's roll initiative. Oh, man. What roll? Ruh row, Raggy. Ruh row. <laughs> Nine for all. So, does this room lead back into 25. the main chamber with the skeleton? 25 for Marrow? Uh, this is above it. Just above it? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay, so am I not noticed? Sorry? Uh, well, you. there's no one else in the room where you are right now, so you don't know. Uh, hold that thought. So you got 25. O got 9. Who else got what? Uh, Sonic got a 10. Okay. Krogar, 12. Chiriki got a 2. <laughs> All right. All right. And Krogar got a 12. Great. Okay. Uh, Mero, as you wonder whether or not you've been seen, uh, you, you look around, your eyes dart around the room. You guys are in that, uh, the chamber adjacent to the central chamber on the top floor. Uh, so there's a door to the bug room with a hole in the floor that you just climbed through, door to the central chamber. You hear screaming from down below, and this entire building is, like, moving now. Um, there is no enemy directly in the room right now. What do you want to do? Um, I would kind of sort of be fran- frantically just freaking out looking for some something to hide behind or source because, again, I'm not magicating exactly his forte. He's more a, da- a dabbler at best, and uh, something very, very magic is happening, and he doesn't know how to deal with it, and he wants to feel safe. So uh, right. hide action behind Krogar's left leg. Let's go with that. <laughs> All right, make a <laughs> stealth check as you sort of dart back behind him. Trying to change color. How's it looking? Uh, that's a 10. Okay. Uh, you are hiding for 10. Great. Uh, as that happens, the shrine 
screeches uh, before it kind of like bellowed, but now it bellows again and the sound gets louder and louder and higher and higher. And it seems to be matching the pitch of the scream coming from down below. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, oh, shit. Aha, natural 20 for a total of oh, 20. Oh, you're fine. You are good. That's a seven. Okay. I have a 22. 15. Nice. Okay. All right. So, Krogar, you're the only one. I th- is that everyone? DC is 13. Anyone get a 12 or below besides Krogar? Sorry, right, I had to so... slip out for a second. What am I rolling? Oh, sorry. Wisdom saving throw. As the shrine itself is shrieking. Right. That is a 10. So. 10. Okay, Not so ten. Krogar, son of a, you're going to take oh, 8 psychic damage. Um, the rest of you are going to take 4 psychic damage. As the shrine's uh, like shriek is so loud, it's coming from all around you and enveloping you. Um, Krogar, it is as your ears are, are pierced and your mind is harmed by this, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, so it's ringing out. Um, this is still going on? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it is done. It is fading now. All right, so Krogar, in his uh, loudest, most thunderous voice, uh, if I remember correctly, you had Krogar repeat uh, the master's name from the Phantom, which was Ezekiel? Uh, Ulzuk. Azulk. Azulk. I'll I'll put it in. U-L-X-O-U-K. Ulzuk. Okay, Ulzuk. So, and... Krogar's most loudest, thunderous roar, uh, doing his best to match uh, the volume of this beast that they're inside of. And echoing through the halls, he yells, uh, Ozuk, I have come to smash your skull and take what is yours for mine. You stand in opposition to the Ogre King, Krogar the Thunderer. Death will claim you again as he starts to stomp towards the exit and making his way through this place, looking for his victim. (laughs) I love it. So you're you're rushing out. Uh, The places you have to go are the central chamber, the bug chamber. The bug chamber has the hole in the floor, and beyond that is is the ladder down. Uh, Uh, Which way do you want to go? Uh, All right. There's that sarcophagus, right? Yeah, down below you, and through the hole you punch through the floor. Do you want me to make this ridiculous, or do you just want me to just like... I want you to make it ridiculous. Okay, okay, okay. So, I remember that whole sarcophagus level is at, like, the Mm -hmm. sarcophagus part was solid. So, Krogar's gonna rage, obviously. Right. Storm towards the hole, jump to land in the sarcophagus, and make his way into the the room where the skeleton is, or the skeletal statue. Make an acrobatics check. Uh, okay. To Let's land see. in that sarcophagus. Do, 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 do. Don't fail me now, Dice. Uh, sick... Oh, guidance? Yeah, okay, I'll think of guidance. Really quick, Tariq, you reaches out as you're <laughs> rushing through. All right, that gives me a D4, right? Uh, yeah. It, guidance is a, is it, is guidance a reaction? Because you're in combat. Uh, oh shoot! Okay, no, it's it's an action. <laughs> okay, right, you see then... you see her reaching out with a glowing hand, but you're already running past. Uh, does a sixteen make it? 
that is the DC. You land. You land in the sarcophagus and you stand up and you see a bone figure, arms outstretched like Bane, and this glowing sickle held in its hands. And it cuts through the air twice and screams at you. All right, so gonna pull, finish off that meme and do the opposite, where there's just the p- guy in the pink suit just like walking <laughs> yep. towards Bane, but yep. it's Krogar, so the size difference here. Oh God, no, mm-hmm. he's the size. He's the pink guy in the suit because of the size difference. <laughs> but Krogar's coming at him just like, "I'm here to take everything you have and put you in the ground for the final time." <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. This is like some Hulk. Ho- oh yeah. Oh yeah. You ready to get Hulkinated, boy? All right. So you are down there, face to face, toe to toe with this thing. Uh, son of a, you see him leap through the hole. What do you want to do? Thing. I am going to use Step of the Wind to double my movement speed. Double mm-hmm. my. Well, it doesn't. I get to dash as a bonus action. I want to do the same thing. Yeah. But I would love to try and end my movement within range of the, the dude so I can try and get a swing in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make an acrobatics check. Come on, baby. That is a acrobatics 17. 17, you land, and you kind of like, you almost land like a slinky, like you squash down and then stretch up, and then you're already moving, leaping across the gap on the broken floor towards the uh, this bone-armored figure that Krogar is also toe-to-toe with. You're right there. What do you want to do? I'm going to get uh, my first swing in. Do it. So if Krogar gets wiped in this... Please grab that sickle and cause as much destruction with this war turtle as you can. You have no idea. Okay, that <laughs> is a 23. Uh, 23 hits. Roll oh, damage. And that is 11 damage. Okay, 11 damage to that. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, you damage it. Uh, you see the shards of bones splinter off of the armor as you slam into it. Nice. Anything else? Um, I would like to spit in its general direction. <laughs> and that'll be it. Okay. I love it. Uh, oh, it's your turn. What do you want to do? All right. So I want to, I want to ask if, uh, if this, if this idea I have uh, might work. So as a, as a starling, I can uh, become pure energy for a small part of my movement on a term. Yep. Could I use that to uh, sort of like soften my landing, like leaping down to uh, leaping down to the sarcophagus and kind of like use that to kind of phase through the floor a little bit, help me find my footing and get back up ready to fight there? Absolutely. I'll even say if you want to just phase through the floor of the... Yes. Let me not tell you what to do. Yes, that would work totally. Yeah, that's that's what I would like to do. All right, do that. Um, So yeah, you can make this acrobatics check with advantage then. All right, that will that will make I will feel much better about doing that than I will without (laughs) without the advantage. Yeah, all right, that's a twenty-two. 
Okay, yeah, you land, no problem. You actually do, like, sink down into the sarcophagus and then, like, push up like a swimmer exiting the water and come up out of the solid stone and land facing this uh, armored creature. Right, and uh, on my on my way down uh, midair, I'm going to like uh, use my armor to focus those rays of light again and cast another magic missile at it. Awesome, roll that. All right, it is... Oh wow, that's that's three fours on every every oh, four, so nice. fifteen damage. Oh my gosh! Okay, all right, not bad at all. Um, great. Yeah, you see this armor is just like splintering and cracking as you're doing this. Um, that's awesome. Uh, and as you do that, it no, actually, it wouldn't do that. It doesn't make that noise. It goes and just shrieks. Um, horribly. Um, and it is going to attack you all, actually. What it's going to do is uh, it takes the sickle and it just carves through the air in this whirling slash um, and attacks all of you simultaneously. So I need, I'm just going to roll one attack for you. Okay. Uh, I think it might actually miss. That's a 12. That's not going to hit any of you guys, right? Nope. Nope. I think so. Nope. Didn't think so. Okay. Uh, it's going to try it again. Oh, that's better. Uh, that is a 18. Oof. That does hit. Okay. Uh, so then that is going to do a total of, uh, six, Slashing damage, um, plus plus six necrotic damage. Okay, I would like to use my reaction to ward blows to hopefully get rid of some of this damage. Okay. So I reduce it by 13. So that's all of it, right? Uh, Yeah, I think you're good. So I'm going to use a as, point as a reactionary attack after you're done. That sounds good. As you're doing that, though, its bone um, helmet kind of like peels back, and you see this face that is wrapped in uh, in these sort of like rotting strips, and this like t- like t- uh, mouth with rotting like horrible blackened teeth that is all that you can see between these strips of cloth it looks like a mummified face underneath and uh it sort of like uh like reaches up with one hand and peels back uh a little bit of the strips of cloth and there's this just like green glare that comes out uh, and i need for krogar to make a wisdom saving throw oh that's not good uh does a 15 pass? A 15 passes. Oh! 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 <laughs> you are immune to this effect uh, for 24 hours. And uh, it sort of like shrieks again. And then it's, as its final thing, uh, it is going to, with a hand that peeled back, it's just going to reach out and take a slash um, at uh, Sonaba, who's right there. So. I don't like that. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. Yeah, Man, that's a hit. Aren't we glad okay. we kept uh, Tariki's heels around? <laughs> so that's going to be 10 bludgeoning damage plus 10 necrotic damage. 
still standing, but I am not having a good day. Uh, and can you make a constitution saving throw? I would really rather not. But if you would, that would be just <laughs> awesome for me. That's a four. You, as it, where it touches you, you see just like um, rot. Sort of this like uh, horrible necrotic black rot spreading up your arm and up your body. Uh, you have been infected by mummy rot. The oh. curse target can't regain hit points. And its hit point maximum decreases by 10, uh, by 3d6 for every 24 hours that elapse. So you are unable to heal. Eww, now I feel guilty for taking that. <laughs> and, and we're at Tariki. Um, can I get my reactionary attack in real quick? Yeah, go for it. That is a 18 to hit. Uh, that hits. That just hits. Oh my goodness. Hell yeah. That is going to be 13 damage. 13 damage. As you, uh, what, how are you hitting it? With what? Uh, my uh, longsword. Your longsword. Okay. Um, you, as this rot infects your arm, and you feel this curse take hold, just this fire fills your blood, and you swing your longsword, and it comes down so hard that it smashes this bone armor. The bone armor f goes flying and just, like, completely explodes off of this, uh, what is revealed to be this towering mummy underneath. The armor is gone, and now only the mummy remains. You need to put that back on. <laughs> quick, Tariki, someone call Brandon your, Fraser. <clears throat> it is your turn. Um, quick question that I mean, I guess I won't know until I find out. If would lesser restoration help uh, fix the issue with Sonova? Uh, you can try and find out, or uh, yep, you can try and find out. Okay. Um, and a quick question of logistics: If I took the ladder and then took that the step like the steps down, what room would that lead me into? Would I be like behind the skeleton? Uh, he right now is in the central chamber. So you would run across, go down. I mean, it would take, you'd have to like dash to get down there in one turn. Um, okay. <clears throat> unless you just dropped and took the falling damage. And then, yeah, you would be behind the skeleton or sort of off to its left side. I don't have enough hit points for that. Um, <laughs> I guess um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the path that uh, it has the rope down it already, I guess. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And can I like, is that room with the sarcophagus just full of people right now? Uh, they all kind of moved into the central chamber and are fighting it in there. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try not to fall as much as possible. I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to use the rope. Yeah. You're going to swing down. down more. You're sort of swashbuckling yeah. down. Yeah. Make an acrobatics check with advantage. Can I cast guidance on my? Wait, no, that would be my. Would that be my action? That would and be your action. I, but I can still get into the room. Oh, okay. You know what? We'll just we'll just roll this straight. I'm acrobatics with advantage. Yep, with advantage because okay. you're using the rope. Cool. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> oh, super good thing! I rolled a four and a nineteen. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You almost miss this thing. You almost like clip your chin, but then you like grab it at your, the rope is like swinging around. You like pull yourself up, lift your feet and drop down into it, roll up and stand. 
and you're able to keep moving into the central chamber if you want to. Yes. Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, can I? How so? How far is the skeleton from where I'm standing right now? Like ten feet. Oh, sweet. ten fifteen feet. I'm gonna hang back a little bit, but I'm gonna cast. Um, hold on. I'm kind of give me a second. Guiding bolt. Okay. Do that it. gives me 120 feet. Uh, I love yeah. it. Guiding bolt. Um, be cool if I got another nat twenty, but probably not. I believe um, in you. <laughs> uh, that's uh nineteen to hit. Uh, nineteen hits. Awesome sauce. That deals. Where's my d six? There it is. Uh, okay. One, four, one, <laughs> one. Uh, hmm. that's seven points of uh radiant damage and the next attack made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage yeah this thing has green light pulsing off of its sickle and that's fighting with the white light that illuminates it uh from tariki's spell or actually your magic is green right often yeah green yeah typically <laughs> so it's like the sickly death green versus this like bright vibrant life green and these two greens are just clashing against each other um marrow that brings us back to your turn fell green versus uh heal green yeah exactly uh, let's see. So, uh, did did his like? <laughs> okay, so far did his very very brave use of carrying under a leg work so far? Like, is he still unseen? Yeah, he doesn't seem to be seen. By the way, uh, already digging this boss fight. This has already been really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah, we have awesome. one first level spell slot left. <laughs> yeah, I'm very sorry. If we die, we die. Tell you lots of little combats, lots of okay. tiny little combats. Okay, so he is go. He is going to just circle around, uh, strafe around them a little bit, and just uh, take and just take you know his li little preoccupation occupation and just. Just uh, do it to ah, sorry. Just do a little volley, two arrows. I go love it. The, are you doing this from neck. upstairs? Or are you, yes. did you come downstairs? Okay, yeah. So you're like dangling from upstairs, like trying to find the shot. Um, great, go for it. Maris also, up there lining up the shot. Also, yeah. Also, you know, marking him with favorite foe for just a little oomph. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. All right, so you're yeah. Uh, let us know. Let us know how that goes as you're aiming up okay. your arrow. Okay, yeah. that that is two twelves. <laughs> oh, so is that uh, twelve to hit twice? Yeah, those both hit. Those two arrows. Uh, uh, yeah, they fly down from up above and sink into the uh, the bandaged figure of Old Zook. Roll that damage. Sweet. So sorry. Was one of those done at advantage? Oh, yeah. Well, they both... Yeah, rolled again to see if you crit. All right, all right. Sorry, we missed that. All good. Yeah, no crits. Right. Okay. Okay, then. So, here we go. Here we go, then. How's that damage looking? Okay, for the first one, adding the additional damage. 
and the additional ones. So that's six, that's six and a seven and two. All right, what's that total? Six and seven and two? Fifteen. Fifteen total. Uh, all right, awesome. That's all the adi- and that's this the first attack because you know dread ambusher. Second. Yep. Attack. Yeah, uh, just uh, like so, yeah. So Mero is like dangling from above, his tail wrapped around something, fully upside down, as he's just firing off these two arrows that completely catch this mummy unaware. Ten, Ten damage six. hits there. Um, so twenty. That- so twenty-five. Amazing! That's so much. Uh, as that happens, the shrine, <clears throat> uh, which is still very much alive and very much moving. Uh, tilt sharply as this whole shrine uh, turns abruptly to the left. I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no, he's busting out layer actions, guys! Uh-oh. Uh-oh, got a 7. Well, alright. That is a 10. Okay. Uh, 11. Alright. 15. A natural 20. Okay. All right. Mero is holding on. The rest of you are thrown five feet to the left, and you are all knocked prone. Um, Krogar, you're sort of like thrown to the ground. The whole floor is tilting crazily right now. Uh, Ol Zook is just standing up, uh, completely upright. He he is tilted as well with the floor, as if just like part of it. What do you want to do? Uh, he's Stands back up, so half of this movement. How far is he from Elzuk? I mean, you're still right. Uh, it probably, I guess, maybe threw you five feet back. Yeah. So, so I mean, five feet away. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Krogar smiles with the most bloodthirsty, destructive grin as he fi- he stands back up with his great sword, looks towards Elzuk. I am going to enjoy smashing you. I might even take your head as a trophy by the end of this as he charges forward and uh, he is going to recklessly strike at him. Okay. All right. Do it. Uh, 19 hit. Uh, 19 hits. Uh, let's see. For damage, that is a 16. 16. Okay. Uh, and I believe that is all Krogar got for now. Yeah. Okay. As this is happening, uh, Tariki, you were thrown five feet to the left, but you were in the sarcophagus, which is surrounded by the hole. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you are thrown out of this sarcophagus to grab the edge. Okay. This does this effect only affect me? No, you're all. This is back when you were all thrown to the side. I just all everyone else was on firm ground and Marrow held on. If Marrow had rolled low, he would have been falling two floors down. But you're the only one who's sort of in a position where you might fall. All right, that's okay. I was gonna say I was like, did I just get slammed into the side of the sarcophagus? N- no, no, but no. no. You, th- yeah, you're good. Uh, that was uh, you said which one? Which what kind of dexterity to grab the edge? Uh, that was a seventeen. Okay, yeah, you're okay. You sort of like dangle out over the hole for a minute and then just pull yourself back in to the sarcophagus is now sharply tilted like a rowboat in high seas. Um, but you're okay. Son of a, it's your turn. You're right there in front of this mummy. Feeling real good on hit points. Um, okay. I think... 
here, I have a question, and it's going yeah. to. If I have mummy rot, and I can't mm-hmm. regain hit points, right? Does that affect me if I go down? What a great question. Because uh, it says that if a curse, um, that is a great question. I would say that you would be able to be stabilized, but probably not brought back to consciousness unless the curse was lifted. Got it. If you go unconscious. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'm going to um, do the stupid thing because that's a character right now. I'm going to make an attack with my longsword. Do it. Uh, that's a 12. 12? Yes. That hits. Oh, thank goodness. And that's going to be 10 damage. Okay. Uh, this mummy is looking pretty slashed up, actually. Um, you guys already see like major gaps, uh, and the like chunks of its like arms and legs are being like it, it's it's a fragile creature uh, in its age outside of its armor. Okay, I'm gonna look at Krogar because we're standing right next to each other and say, if I go down, do not let this thing eat me. And I'm going to use my last key point. Two flurry of blows. Oh my gosh, go for it. Because I'm an yeah. idiot and I don't want to dodge. Yes! <laughs> that is a 16 on my first one. Okay, that hits. And another 12 on my second one. Nice. Okay. Are your fists magical? They are not. Okay, good to know. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. That's a two and a seven, two. That means in total I did 12 damage. I'm assuming half to six. That's right. Yep. Okay. Uh, It staggers back. This mummy looks badly, badly hurt by your rotting fists that are smashing into it with black curling all up. And like you can already smell the scent of decay on your own arms. Um, but this thing is is rocked back on its heels as you attack. Um, anything else you can do on this turn? Uh, that's it. All right. Oh, you can see your cursed friend slam into this thing. It is sort of staggering. It's sickle raised for the killing blow. What do you want to do? I want to uh, pull myself to my feet, charge in, slam my gauntlet into its face as hard as I possibly can. Roll that attack. That is a dirty 20. (laughs) Roll damage. Damage is seven thunder damage. The sound echoes everywhere throughout the shell, almost splitting the walls as it resounds and rebounds and goes larger, louder and louder. Um, Oh, finish Olzuk. Oh, thank God. Yes. Glory. How do you want to uh how do you want to take this guy down? Come in. Have my uh, have my thunder gauntlet come in, connect with the skull and just keep going. The skull flies off, hits the wall at the back of the room, and crumbles 
crumbles to dust, as does the rest of the mummy, just like dispersing into the air in this uh, shrine that is still moving, the floor rocking underneath you as huge steps are taken outside. The mummy is destroyed and the sickle glowing green clatters to the ground and starts sliding down this this tilted floor. Oh shit, Uh, Krogar dies for it. Krogar leaps for the sickle uh, anyone else want to go for it, or just Krogar? I'll go for it, uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Quick, guys. Everyone over here. Everyone who's going Where for the was... sickle. <laughs> everyone who's going for the sickle, make a dexterity, or uh, acrobatics or athletics, whichever one you're better at. Wants... Uh, that's a 22. Eesh, okay. 11. 23. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my fucking... My heart was in my throat when you said 22. (laughs) Wow. Don't worry. It's going to bring Krogar first, and then you can have it. Krogar reaches out and uh, actually, like, crushes a couple of... uh, son of his fingers for a second. Uh, oh, and just, oh like, no! Slips out. Uh, uh, he's he's rubbery. You're okay. But he grips it and like wrenches it out of uh, of so son of fresh. his hands. So precious. And as soon as you touch it, Krogar, it fastens itself to your hand. You feel your fingers clench around it. And not that you would let go, but you try and like flex your fingers and they won't open and the sickle its power runs up your arm and you all see a green swirl surrounding Krogar and you hear a voice in your mind will you take command of this shrine or will you forsake it the shrine lives on as the mount of the ogre king As you make that choice, you all see Krogar sort of stiffen. He grows, uh, for a moment, it's as if just like he is touching an electric fence and his whole body is like rigid as green power flows through him. Krogar, you stumble back into the center of this chamber and this whole place is tilting and shifting as this beast is walking and All of a sudden, it's like the floor is still underneath of you as you step into the center of the room where old Zook once stood and you are rooted to the floor. Uh, You all see that he no longer, he just tilts in the same direction as the floor as if he is part of the shrine. Krogar, physical needs fall away. You no longer need to eat or sleep and you can see everything through the shrine's eyes. You can see the entire Grazeland spreading out before you, and you can feel the might of the shrine itself coursing through you, as well as being aware of your own senses and your former companions standing around you. And the sickle is in your hands, and it's whispering in your ear about the sins and wrongdoings of nearby mortals pointing out how much better it would be if they were killed and brought back as undead. And I need you to make a DC 
uh, well, I'm not going to tell you, a wisdom saving throw. Say, gonna... Oh, no. <laughs> hey, uh, Tweaky, can I get some guidance on this? Uh, I don't know if I can give it to you, <laughs> but... Um, I... No, you don't even, I don't think you, you, it, this is happening instantaneously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Should I like, should I like uh, stream this for you guys to see what I roll for this? <laughs> Do you guys want to Do watch your thing, man. Roll? Just go for it, man. Go, go for, for it. it. Okay. It's a five. Oh, oh no. no. Krogar, mortals must die. They must be made undead. And you feel all of the power of the shrine and all of the wrath of Olzuk. You are the ravager and the destroyer. And your uh, the eye sockets of the shrine turn, and you see the distant smoke of clan fires in the distance. And you are compelled, and not you're not compelled. Everything within you wants to go there and crush and destroy and remake as undead. And you all see clearly your uh, well. All of you make an insight check. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, Five. Nineteen. Thirteen. Eighteen. All right. Uh, yeah, anyone who rolled over an 18 immediately see that Krogar's faces are just frozen in a rictus grin, and there's an evil light in his eyes. This is not the Thunderer that you knew, and the sickle crackles as if laughing in his hand. He did what do you want to do? take out the lizard people first. <laughs> Can I? Oh, no. <laughs> Um. Oh God. Kind of want to cast. Guys, sorry. Check the uh the Patreon game. That's uh, Krogar's inner thoughts right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. <laughs> um. For context, it's the uh the meme from the Terminator. Come on, you kill me. Do it. Come on. <laughs> Son of a, what were you going to say? You can go ahead and ask your question. Can Krogar move? No. Okay. It sounds like Tariki has a more possibly humane plan, but if it does not work, I have every intention of stunting stabbing at him trying to get that you all have to make us yeah well actually you're just yeah you have to make a decision fast this boss this, battle to electric boogaloo let's go boy. <laughs> i'm 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 just gonna say i'm so sorry and i'm gonna cast um guiding bolt on Krogar. yes you, all right strength. do it make that attack roll i'm so sorry <laughs> gloriously oh dear. 20. come on I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, that's not a nat 20. It's a 16. That will hit. Okay. <laughs> ah! All right. Please roll good, ma'am. Two, five, six, 
five. Uh, that's 10, 16, 18 points of damage to you. Nice. Krogar, how are you looking? Uh, so I have a question. Is Krogar supposed to like do everything he can to survive right now? You are totally charmed and utterly given over to evil right now. So, so yes. okay, so I should pop a stone's endurance. Okay, so yep. D12 plus con. Uh, let's see here. So that is 10 plus 3. So 13. It's reduced by 13. So that's okay. uh, 5 points of damage to you. All right, he's at 20. Okay. Uh, we're at the top of initiative, so Marrow, it is your turn. That... That creature has taken the sickle, but you can see it's having this powerful evil influence on him. What do you want to do? Uh, at this point, he's considering maybe he shouldn't have the sickle. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was not a good idea. Character growth. <laughs> and reg regardless, though, he's not going to let someone else have it. So. Yeah, uh, mm. let's see, he's rooted in the center of the room? Yep. Uh, mm. Yeah, I got nothing to snap him out, so Zephyr Strike. Do it. Kill me, come on. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he turns on some zoom, 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 zooms, and just goes. Just slash on for everything he had, everything he's had before. Just you know, just skittering up. Love it. Make those attacks. Marrow is darting hold around. On the hold on, the Zephyr Strike attacks advantage, right? I don't know. Let me double. You can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack or roll on your turn. Yep. It deals an extra one d eight force damage on a hit. Yep. Uh, Got it. So, yeah, that would be a 21, and... That hits. Lose everything. Ten. So... Don't tell them how much HP you have. Got it. <clears throat> All right, you deal that damage. Anything else for you, Marrow? Yeah. Again, again, he's... Uh, yeah, using the rest of his movement to just get as uh, far away as possible, preferably behind someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, all right, and, if you are, were you sorry? Were, was that a melee attack you were doing? Yeah, Zephyr melee. But, okay. You know, while the while the spell is active, you movement doesn't trigger like a. Like oh, a great! Attack. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, you skitter off back and get out of the way. Um, that brings us to the lair action. So, Krogar, you feel the power of this shrine coursing through you, and you know that you can make it turn. Uh, you can make it shriek, or you can make sort of an eruption of like bewildering um, fumes flow through it. What do you want to do? Could I happen to get it to do a barrel roll? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's cool. just going to be the same mechanics as it turning. Damn. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so you said fumes and shriek? Fumes, shriek, and uh, tilt to knock people over. Let's test the fume ability. Let's do that one. All right. All right. Great. The shrine releases a cloud of rot gas. All of you need to make a constitution saving throw, except for Krogar. 15. You're good. 19. You're good. 18. You're fine. Marrow? 22. 
You're all okay. This cloud of gas erupts, but you've already dealt with rot gas. You've already seen this before. Um, but now it is Krogar's turn. Krogar, you have what? all of your abilities uh, and you have this sickle that you can use to slash in a whirl at everybody or stab, or you can do other stuff uh, that you would normally do. Oh, all right. You got the stats for the sickle over here? You want to toss this yep. bad boy over to me? Yep. Right, let's uh, see what this can do. Otherwise, uh... yeah, hang on. It's kind of uh, no worries, to no you. I'll get it to you. That's uh, a lot and poorly formatted. So no basically, yeah. Uh, regardless of what happens, I love you guys. It was fun playing with you. I'm sorry if I murder any of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Meryl right. probably deserves it. Oh, it does that much. Whoa. Oh, no. All right. So who's an immediate, uh, who's immediately near? What are we looking uh, at? Who, who like, was right at there attacking him in melee? Uh, I, I, I know, I know I was attacking the previous yep. wielder of the sickle. Yep. Oh, is right Zombie. there. I think, uh, son of a, and O are right there. Especially right. son of a, who had grabbed it, uh, who you'd wrench it out of his hand from. That's right. But they're both in there. So he's going to do the second one, the stab. So if that is... So this should be a light weapon, so I could still use the strength on that. So mm -hmm. that should still be the plus. Uh, my normal plus. All right, so... Uh, he is no hard feelings as uh, he recklessly attacks his son. Son of a... Uh, oh, what? Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> does uh, a unnat 20 hit, a dirty 20 hit. Yes, it does. All right, so let's see here. Uh, does he need to make the con save again? Uh, no, he's already infected. Okay. So let's see here. I'm just going to get my ward blows ready to go. I... I <laughs> I apologize. I really hope you can take him out after this. Uh, let's see here. Let me ask you this real quick. So looking at the second ability, I see the plus three. What is the... This is just for my own math. Is the mummy... Yeah. What's the mummy's strength for this? Uh, plus three. Okay, so he he's using his strength for this. So Yeah. Yeah, okay. So raging... Oh, that's, that's awful. Okay. Cool. So that is also plus the necrotic. This is fucking vicious. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, that is looking at 17 slashing damage and five necrotic damage. My god. I rolled a 10 on my d10 toward blows, meaning yeah. I negate 18 damage of that, which I think puts me at one. Thank God, oh, because I just saw what Zero does. Gosh. Okay. Ooh. Son of... Yeah. Son of a... You see the sickle. It pierces you. You barely move it aside. You barely... You wore the blows. And you can see that the rot on your hand, as it interacts with the necrotic magic of the sickle, your body is trying to turn to dust. And as you approach death, you can feel your body trying to come apart. 
but you grip onto existence with your force of will and your connection to your key, and you remain alive. And it is your turn. Come on, do it. Do it. Finish me. Do it. That is a... I should know my attack. Wait, you have advantage. He used reckless attack. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. That's an 18 to hit on my sword. Yes, that hits. It's weird for you to be cheering me on, but okay. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm a team player here. That's 11 damage on the first hit. And then I'm going to punch him, too. Yep. Also with advantage. And that is a 21 on the one. Hits. And that's another 7 damage. So that's in total... 18, I think. If my math is right. Yes, it's still getting halved, though. Okay, so nine. Mm. Krogar still up? Barely. Okay, Krogar is not staggering because he's rooted to the spot, but you see, as Sonova's like on death's door, practically disintegrating, he just slashes and then punches his former companion. Uh, and oh, it is your turn. Finish me, treasure. Come on, finish me, treasure. I'm sorry, Krokar. Maybe it was better this way. No hard feelings. That's a 13 to hit. That misses. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, It is reckless, though. Hold on. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. 16. That hits. For five thunder damage. Boom. That does it. Oh, thank God. See, I'm just going right to right in the gut, right, in, right under right under the arms. As you hit Krogar, as his eyes close, his hand opens, and the sickle goes flying and falls to the ground across the room. Uh, the uh, shrine, Krogar collapses to the ground. Uh, he is unconscious, but not dead. And the shrine begins to buck wildly with all of you in it. Uh, Krogar's body is just rolling around. Sonova is barely alive. What are you all doing? Tariki's going to scream, Nobody touch anything! And try and make her way into the main chamber. Yep, you're fighting against the ground. Uh, Krogar is just like rolling on the ground behind you as you... Fight your way into the the main chamber. Uh, what are you, the rest of you him? doing? Who's near him? Grab the sickle. I mean, oh, ah! who grabs the sickle? Uh, Sonova did. Sonova, you reach no. out and corrupted your corrupted hands grab the sickle, and you hear a whispering oh. voice, and it says to you, "Will you take control of the shrine?" Or will you forsake it? And I'm going to say, this is for Krogar, you son of a bitch. And I want to stab it into the ground. As you take the sickle, wield it over your head, you bring it down on the ground, 
and it shatters with a ringing sound that is the loudest sound that any of you have ever heard. And as you do, the ground cracks and splits open and there is a green explosion. You can see uh, lights and smoke in the shape of skulls and dark spirits flying, shrieking out of the explosion. And all of you are consumed uh, like not consumed but like you are you are in, engulfed in a wave of green and black as this explosion throws you all hundreds of feet away in uh you all fly through the air as you're tumbling you see end over end just this like mushroom cloud of green and black over the grasslands as you fly through the air and land rolling on the ground, thrown uh, Krogar's corpse uh, or unconscious body sort of like rolling, flooding into the ground. Uh, and you all roll to a stop in the grasslands. And you look up and behind you over there is just this enormous fireball of green as the shrine was utterly destroyed. Tariki, you sort of like sit up and your shield has protected you and you're sit up with it. And you see Krogar's unconscious body just over there. And you can sort of stand and you see your, your other companions stirring in the grasslands. I'm going to take this moment to like kneel down and I'm going to begin casting prayer of healing uh, so that I can help whatever party members. Are. Oh, wait, first, I want to try casting lesser restoration on Sonova if I can. Thank you. Okay. Begin that you rush over. <laughs> you rush over to Sonova and cast greater restoration. As you do that, Krogar, make a death saving throw. Yeah. I feel like that fall would it hurt me. Yeah, it did. All right, let's see here. Do do do. Don't worry, I'm coming. <laughs> I believe in you. That one. Oh. <laughs> so you're rushing over to help son of a uh, casting lesser restoration and you see the rot begin to recede and you all hear a death rattle behind you as Krogar the Thunderer breathes his last and you stand up and you look around and the shrine that has leaked undeath and the sickle that had cursed it is no more. And Krogar, the thunderer, Krogar, the hero, who had charged recklessly into so many chambers, who had faced death with a laugh, who had uh, shrugged off possession and had, um, had thrown sarcophaguses and uh, uh, terrified lizard folk um, blinded on top of the shell comes and finds his rest and his hero's name in the grass. O, Marrow, Tariki, and Sonova, you rise to your feet. Sonova, the, the rot is receding. And there's something that was oppressive in the air, something you didn't have a name for. Tariki, you maybe had sensed it the most this sort of invisible weight from the evil of this place. 
And for the first time, that weight is lifted. And for the first time, you feel like you can take a breath. Like you switch to some new allergy medicine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been the Clan Fire. To learn more about the setting, go to plangia.com or click the link in our show notes. Thank you to all of our Patreon backers. Please help spread the word about the setting by rating and reviewing this podcast and by posting about Plangia on social media. You can find all of us on the Plangia Discord server, and we'd love to see you there. Until next time, have fun, and may you always pass on your wisdom saves.